We welcome to the show this evening Dan Phillips, Stuart Roberts and Mark Dunderdale to review the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. How are you all doing, gents? And all shout at once. Very well, thank Good, you. Good, thank you. Good. Wow. I feel like I was a little bit more high energy than all of you at that point. But then, I, Mark, you have been up since uh, 4 a.m., basically, haven't you? So, very yeah, good effort. It's been a long one. It's been a long old day. Um, now, we're going to do things a little bit differently on this review. Uh, it's, there's two nights, so we're going to go straight into the key stuff from night one first, then follow up with a more traditional review of night two. So, firstly, um, in the main event, I'm just looking, I'm looking at the volume on my, ever the professional, the volume on my microphone. I probably should check this off air. Am I sounding loud and clear to you all? Yes. Crystal. Excellent. So, first in the main event slot of night one was what was presented as a confrontation between Steve Austin and Kevin Owens. Now, I went into this thinking that somehow this would turn into an actual match. And Dan, you can vouch for me on this. I said that to you in the pub on Saturday, didn't I? He did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't yeah, remember yeah, if I said it on air or not, who I said it to, but... I did think that was going to happen. So we got a long video package prior to this with a load of Austin highlights interspersed with pieces from um, his challenge acceptance video and Owens promos. Um, Owens had a new T-shirt on KO Mania 6 with pictures of him and Austin and the stunner versus stunner written at the bottom. And in the ring were two leather office-style chairs and a couple of KO show posts on stands. Um, Basically, I'm going to go. I'm going to go into this because there was a bit of, you know, a bit of Owens promo talking about Texas, how he despised Austin. Austin came out, um, glass broke, went up and down the aisleway, went backwards, and then came back out with an ATV vehicle which he rode around the ring. Austin got rid of the KO posters, uh, and Owens cut off his music as Austin did what did up one of his knee braces in the corner, a kind of sign of things to come that this was going to get physical. Huge Austin chance, um, and everyone was standing watching this. And I thought Austin looks at least 15 years younger than he actually is. Um, Owens asked him to take a seat, and he, he said he wasn't there for a fight, which didn't really make sense given what was about to happen. Austin took the other microphone and sat down, and Austin asked him if he really wants to bring him out there just for a conversation after everything that had gone on. Um, so Owens ran down Texas again, and Austin got an arsehole chant going. Um, at this point, I was kind of thinking, I'm not, I'm not really massively enjoying this. I wonder what they were going to do. and Are they, are they going to not go where I thought they were going to go? Uh, but then Owens basically said that he wanted to let him in on a secret. He told him he wanted, he didn't want to, he told him he wanted to talk, but that was a lie. 
He said he tricked him. He doesn't want to talk. And even though he has a bad back right now, he's looking for a fight. No big cheers for this. He then said he brought him out there to challenge him for a match. He said he knows it's been 19 years since his last match. His knees and back were shot then, and he's sure they're even worse now, but he's fine apart from that, and he has no reason not to accept. He said he didn't want to challenge him to any match. He wanted to challenge him to a no-holes-barred match right here and right now. Owen said Austin was telling himself he can't beat this guy, this big, beautiful French-Canadian bastard, which I thought was quite funny. He then said Austin should stop embarrassing himself and should get on his golf cart and go back to his ranch. Um, Austin looked around as the crowd built. Um, and he then said he had his first match in Dallas, Texas, and he said he could have his last match in Dallas, Texas. And the end, the end, he then asked the crowd, and they got, he got the hell yeah thing, basically. Um, and he said he asked for a ref to be brought down, and the match was on. So the bell rang, and the crowd erupted. And this one ranged from gimmicky comedy spots of Austin drinking and later driving Owens up the ramp on his ATV to brawling around ringside and through the crowd. And Austin even took a heavy-duty suplex bump on the concrete. The closing sequences came as Austin was distracted while drinking his beer, which came off a little bit like a commercial for his lager at that point. He ate a stunner from Owens, but kicked out. Owens then went for a chair, um, swung it at Austin, but hit the top rope, and the, the chair basically hit the rope and smashed back into his own face. He then ate a stunner of his own, and Austin got the win in 13 minutes and 57 seconds. I thought this was hard to rate in a traditional sense, and Austin celebrated with some beers, and the crowd enjoyed it. I didn't think he embarrassed himself, albeit I could have done without some of the gimmicky stuff, especially the beer opening. I never did that in a match that I can remember. That was always his post-match celebration. So we got what I thought we were going to get, and I'm not sure. And I, we haven't spoken about this at all off air, so I don't know what each of your thoughts are. But yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about this overall. Mark, over to you first. What did you think of this uh, this WrestleMania main event? Um, my expectations going in were low. I, I didn't know what to expect. So I didn't get my hopes up of seeing a, a full match. Uh, I think we did message when the rumours first began, before anything was announced, and I said um, it'll be the usual that Austin's done many times in the last 19 years. Beers, what chance, um, stunners, that's about it. But um, it was... Then they announced, I think it was only about a week ago, they announced this would be the main event of night one of WrestleMania, and I, and I thought... That's when I started expecting some kind of match that um, it, it was more likely. And um, I, I think Kevin Owens deserves a lot of credit for doing 95% of the build for this match all on mm. his own. Um, I know it's happened a couple of times in the past with mystery opponents and Bray Wyatt did it one year going into a match with The Undertaker when The Undertaker wasn't around that year. And uh, But I'd, it certainly never happened for a WrestleMania main event before guys had to do all the uh, the build on his own and um, I didn't make many notes about the KO show because it, it was the, mm. the usual Smackdown or Raw uh, TV type stuff you don't expect to see that on pay-per-view I was waiting for something to happen and then the match happened and I, I totally got um, whisked away in the excitement I, I, I was along every move I was into it I was enjoying it um, uh, the they started exchanging hockey punches to start, and I counted about 316 camera changes in that first yeah. um, uh, melee. And then uh, it, Austin did some kicks in the corner, and I thought they were pretty slow. And uh, I was a bit worried about, has he sort of not got the legs anymore to make it last, or is it more likely they're going to go a while and he's trying to pace himself? Obviously, he's been out there a long time. 
Uh, he won't know what his engine's like at this stage. And um, uh, But uh, I've deliberately kept the surprise for myself by not pausing or doing anything. So I didn't want to know how long was left on the show. Yeah. I'd, uh, as soon as these two guys started, I didn't, well, before they, they'd even come out, I didn't look at the counter to see if there's five minutes left or half an hour left. Um, the, the match, at, like I say, I, I was whisked along for the ride. I enjoyed it. I saw, I did notice Kevin Owens' wife, kids and parents in the front row, right in the corner where he got put through the table. Must have been a great feeling for all them watching him in the main event. Um, there was that suplex on the floor that the show replays and the commentators said it's it's on a concrete floor. There was a mat down there, but it's still an impressive bump to take, obviously. I thought the most brutal-looking bump in the, bumps in the match were when Austin suplexed Owens on the entrance stage. Yeah. Absolutely zero give there, and he splatted right on the camera. He was up close for that. Um, Austin took a Stone Cold Stunner beautifully, I thought. We, we were discussing in our WrestleMania 18 watch along the other week who takes Stone Cold Steve Austin, who takes Stone Cold Stunner's looking the best and looking the worst. Austin took one well. Um, yeah, even though the result was never in doubt, from my point of view, I didn't think anyway. I liked everything that I did. Um, and you've got to think when when all of our heroes from that generation have come back for one last match, I can't think of many, which was a good decision and ended on a on a high note. Brett the Hitman Hart, for example, uh, Triple H, um, Undertaker, so on, so on, so on. Uh, I think this one, um, after the longest break any of these legends has come back from, I thought they got it just right. Um, Owens must have been ecstatic. Everything went to plan. He was amazing. Austin, the ref who shared a beer with him, Byron Saxton, who took a stunner afterwards. It was a huge success all round. And I thought Austin looked like he could have gone another 20 minutes after it was over even. Uh, so my verdict was must watch. For this wow. Wow. I'm 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 not shocked massively, but you obviously liked it quite a bit more than me. Stu, over to you. What did you think of this? Um, <clears throat> I've not really got much more to add than what Mark said because, um, and I, it's funny you said that, Mark, because I did exactly the same thing. Normally, when I'm watching pay per views, I'll, I'll press the pause button just to see how how long's left. But I, I really didn't want to know this one because I didn't want to be watching it and think, oh, this is just going to be a five minute squash type thing so so to get the length that we got was 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 actually a really pleasant surprise um yeah i and, and i i thought that when he was doing the kicks in the corner i was thinking god they're really slow weren't they and the crowd were counting they're like it was almost like they were methodical weren't they and stuff like that but I, I i think that he was probably just trying to get his rhythm going and and and, and get into that um sick bumps up on the stage love them um yeah, it was it was it was a winner for me. I, I'm I'm not totally convinced that it should have been the main event. I'm not sold on that. What but, go, what goes on after that on night one though? Well, I mean that's the thing. I mean, well, I think of what. Well, sorry, we're, we're gonna because we're not doing this in order. It's difficult, isn't it? So we're like, yeah. But yeah, sorry, she back. Out. I'll ask you a question and I'm answering it. Go on, you go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sold. That should have been on last, but. But, you know, um, I, I get why it was, but I, I think I would have rather seen something else close the show. But that's just my just my personal opinion. But it was great for what it was. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And it was great to see him back. And yeah, I think I think, like Mark said, a fitting a fitting conclusion. Interesting. Daniel. Um, I agree. I agree with I agree with the previous two. Yeah, I, I fully recommend 
Um, I I was sitting there thinking, I mean, I'll be honest with you, when that glass smashed at 4.30am in the morning, having been out to watch Fulham v QPR during the day and having consumed a number of beers, it was a great feeling that. I tell you what, Drunk Dan was in his absolute element. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a very cliche main event, cliche stuff that happened. Um, the what stuff for me is painful um, from the bit before. But, you know, ultimately... Austin was never the best technically anyway, was he? But he was a fighter and he can still fight. Um, and he took the bumps well. Um, I like the bit of slapstick with the chair. Uh, I laughed at that. Yeah. But, um, actually, I see what it's trying to do. It's, you know, it's just sort of adding to the fact that Austin's just kicked out of a stunner. This guy's now going to get a stunner from a 57-year-old man. There needs to be something in between that make it more effective is how I viewed it. Yeah. Um, and why he needed to take it. It was just, it was just quite comedy. Um, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, the, the like you said, the, the mid-match beers, I found a bit bizarre. because That, that was, was never the only thing, thing I really didn't like because uh, I think that made it too gimmicky and it shouldn't yeah. be gimmicky. It should have been serious, but yeah. And, and there was one bit, there's one bit where they focused in on the can. <laughs> Like like you just mentioned, like an advert. I like, have a uh, website. I've got to order it. Yeah, I mean it. I mean it. I mean it worked because again at four thirty in the morning, I was googling where I can buy them in the UK, and at one stage thinking, is it worth paying fifty dollars to ship these over? Um, <laughs> no, I, I didn't do it. Answer, I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I didn't do it. Um, but ultimately, you know, the main thing when when you knew the match was happening, all I could think was, don't be embarrassing, don't be embarrassing, yeah. don't be embarrassing, and it certainly wasn't embarrassing. Um, my only Thing on this, I agree with Stu. I probably wouldn't have had it as the main event, um, which I'm sure we'll get to. But secondly, um, you guys have been who throws these beers? Who throws well, these beers? It used to be Mark and now Eaton, is it every it? time? But it's not. It's not the same guy anymore, Mark. Because they got rid no. of that guy, didn't they? Yeah, he, he was the guy that uh, the timekeeper. He rings the bell at the start and the finish yeah. of matches. He did it, but he's it's not there anymore. I some throw. I don't know if it's the person in that position still, the timekeeper, or not, because obviously we haven't seen it for a number of years since Yeaton was doing it. I, I'm, I think maybe some of my thoughts on this are, I was I was worried watching it and I wanted it to be over because I didn't want him to embarrass himself and he didn't. But I also kind of had a little bit of like underlying, I'm not sure jealousy is the right word, but I just kind of thought what... I would have given like body parts to see a Steve Austin match 10 years ago or even five years ago. And it's like, I don't know. I think whatever he did, he did well. He's 57 years old. Like that's, that is, you know, I don't know what was Flair was younger than that when he was reti- his retirement, I think, wasn't he? Was Flair younger than that? 42 in, not in 89 or 40 in 89, wasn't no, he? I so, think he was 59. Okay. So slightly older. Yeah, um, yeah. But obviously he'd been wrestling, so he was, you know, he was in cardio shape and stuff. I think Austin did, Austin did well, but I'm, I'm hope, I hope that's it. I don't think there will be another thing with him. Um, any other thoughts? Sorry, Dan. Any, any more on this before we get on to something else? No, 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 that's that, that's it for me. I don't think the other two nailed it, but yeah, I certainly would recommend it. I, I guess you could argue what you might find when your expectations are so low, is it? It's easier to maybe use something as a recommend, but um, I think that's I why they did thought, it. I think that's the whole promotion. Yeah. Was Austin doesn't want to promote a match. You can argue because it was it was it was perfectly serviceable. I think that if they had promoted it and they'd given them that, 
I think people would have been pretty happy with it. But that was that, that was um, yeah. I've started I think so. that Vince just wanted Steve Austin to be comfortable the whole way through, and he's basically like, whatever you want to do, we'll do, and that's that's where we ended up. So I we, think um, we because do you remember? Go. Didn't we we did a we did a podcast, didn't we? When the news broke about mm. Austin and, and and the Cody and all that, so, can you remember what we what we predicted? We need to. Well, I think at, at, I think at that point it was it was supposed we, to be locked that he was he was doing it, but then yeah. it became then it moved away and then it sort of came obviously it came back, but yeah, yeah I think I think at that point it was we're surprised, but we you know we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder what you got paid for that. I'm sure it was seven figures. Um, so I think for many people, and certainly me, the second biggest thing on the show was the reveal of Seth Rollins' WrestleMania opponent with all the rumours swirling of a certain former AEW EVP having signed. So Rollins was out first and he got a large choir with him, the sort of one that wouldn't get through to the next stage of Britain or America's Got Talent, helping with the O bits of his song. Seth stood in the ring waiting, then a load of fireworks went off the stadium went dark and then with his theme music from New Japan and also AEW and Ring of Honor as well, up, out came Cody Rhodes. So by the time you're listening to this, you'll have seen Cody Rhodes in his debut in WWE and he got a huge reaction. I thought this was absolutely incredible. Cody, uh, Corey Graves did a good job at the start, said the prodigal son has returned, all this good stuff. Crowd was fully on, on him. No split reaction whatsoever here. However, there was a bit that really annoyed me at the start of this match. Corey Graves was, was doing well. And then he started questioning what Rhodes had been doing during his time away and alluding to Rollins having been competing at a higher level. And they, I really hope they're not going to... They didn't press that button much more in the match, but they shouldn't be pressing that at all. It's a really bad way to, to go. We'll talk more about the Raw commentary team as these two shows go on because they, they're like night and day between uh, Cole and McAfee. These three are, I think, pretty shocking in most most of the most of the matches that they were fit. Sort of, I was paying more attention to them in the big matches. Um, in terms of the match itself, I thought there were a couple of spots in this where Cody just seemed to be a little bit off, including a moonsault that Rollins somehow managed to save him on. Um, I was really willing this to get to a higher level, and I thought the crowd were into the near falls at the end, including Rhodes kicking out of a Rollins pedigree. And Rhodes eventually won in 21 minutes and 31 seconds after two crossroads, a dusty sequence of punches and elbow, then one final crossroads. This was really historically significant. Um, the first big jump from AEW to WWE and solidly recommend. However, I do wonder about Cody in that performance. Um, I think people, have, obviously, we're, we're 48 hours-ish on now. Uh, people have been gen generally positive about it. But I, I thought that something wasn't quite right with him. Maybe a lack of in-ring conditioning, possibly an injury, something else, don't know. Um, the crowd were obviously with him, which will hopefully help. And it's a big night for him tonight on Raw to see what he does. Um, Cody kissed the middle of the ring um, before they cut away to Hall of Fame um, video. Now, Dan, over to you as you watch this live and then helpfully shared a one-word message that said Cody at 3.04 a.m. So your new name is Leaky. What did you think of this? <laughs> so first and foremost, I'm getting... I'm getting penalised for watching it live. I thought you were real fans, but whatever. Secondly, I don't think it's a spoiler when someone has been for the last six weeks on this podcast mentioning this guy's name, and I was the one just, I just, I just mentioned it as well. And yeah, all of a well, sudden, I'm the yeah, bad guy. Absolutely Mark, embarrassing. Mark's follow-up message did help actually because it made me kind of doubt myself as to whether you were taking the mic and it was like shame that mom was going to come out. So actually, in the end, it didn't really spoil <laughs> anything. But you still have to do your forfeit. We talked about off air. 
Yeah, all right. You've got to prepare um, that, man. Yeah. So, so go, go ahead on this match. Yes. So, um, I guess for me, just in the build-up to this, um, it, the build-up frustrated me a little bit because it's Seth's angry at not being at WrestleMania, which sort of summed up to me my issue with the two-day event. He, he's just literally going, everyone's, everyone's else is there. Why can't I be there? I need to be at WrestleMania because, in essence, everyone else is. Vince right, which said, is so literally just, just just ask me you could have been on it it's fine like oh okay yeah, yeah yeah just ask me just yeah. ask me the showcase of the immortals all you need to do to go on it is just ask that is that like literally i'm surprised they've got like that's how ridiculous it is now anyone can get on it which as we've seen over two days you can um i, I didn't really like that um so i guess for me i thought i thought that i, I would have it as a solid recommend i appreciate the uh sort of the magnitude of it I do, I do wonder, you know, I think we've all got Twitter and we read different people's opinions on there, but I do wonder what WWE solid fans, and might be better for you guys to answer this, it's probably going to go first, what their view is. Because ultimately, Cody slash Stardust has left, gone to a different promotion, not won their main title, albeit he, he stopped himself from losing, but he didn't win their main title. He's gone away and now he's coming back, right? Now he's back. Everyone's lost their mind. If he wins the WWE title, what's the view then? So we got rid of someone rubbish. He's gone somewhere else. Couldn't do it there. Come back here and wins this. Wins our number one belt. Mm, I'm not really sure how that goes down, to be honest. That doesn't strike me. It's not like Man United loaning someone out to Berry and then them coming back and being the next Ronaldo. It's not, I don't, I don't see that as the same. I, I, I'm just interested to see how that goes down eventually because it's all, it seems to me like actually the pop or the motivation is the fact that we took someone back off of them. Well, I think that is it. That's that's yeah, it. Yeah, I think yeah. that is it. But now, but 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 the difference is now they've took it. Now that bit's happened. Well, and this, Cody's this, still there. Yeah, Cody's yeah. still there. And guess what? And guess what? Brandy's going to be there soon with you. Oh, I, don't, I don't think. You, and you have to deal with her. I don't think she will be. I think. I think. I think he. I <laughs> Who think knows? Be, I don't know. I think he'd be mad to allow her anywhere near his act because she's she's one of the primary reasons that he started getting booed, and he was setting himself on fire and doing all sorts of things, and still couldn't get cheered. I I, I think. I think she'll be nowhere near it. I, I really do. I, I I just don't. I, I think, don't see it. I he think. wants to be about. He wants to be babyface world champion now. It's um without give, well, it's more difficult now. But depending on what they do with the titles, so it's not really a spoiler because everyone knows what happened. But I I see him challenging Roman Reigns at some point. But I don't think he'll be successful. He's not the man to break this unless unless something happens and like the crowd gets no. behind him. I'm, and I can't really see that. I think tonight is incredibly important. Probably one of the most. I'm I'm definitely going to watch that promo tomorrow. I think it's one of the most important promos that I can remember for a long time in any promotion in terms of he's he's he said it himself. He had a free hit last or two nights ago. What are you going to do? Is this going to be a WWE promo? What are you going to say? What are you allowed to say? You know, yeah. But don't don't forget though, don't forget the reaction tonight. The, the, the Monday night after WrestleMania is always a totally different crowd reaction to anything that you get at a box standard Raw. So tonight it's going to go well because the crowd are going to be into it because of the they're, they're coming off the back of WrestleMania. It's what happens next week and the week after and the week yeah. after when you're into that routine of, of, of you know, the Monday night shows and, and, and things like that. So, yes, tonight is big and it will. I think it will be big. Um, sorry, Dan. I'll just cut right into your bit here. But um, I, I no, 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 no. Honestly, Stuart, I want I want to hear from you, like you guys, like your opinions because you I watch hope, WWE more. So I'm so intrigued. I hope that 
he doesn't i hope he is allowed to talk about aew because i just think in 2022 the taboo of not acknowledging another wrestling company is just is just ridiculous it, it's just crazy you know we mm. you know if we move jobs we you know we don't then all of a sudden not talk about our previous employers do we and stuff no. like that so so i think i think i i i hope they just let him just just run with it do you know what i mean and stuff like that so um but yeah, I, I, if you finish talking about Matt, I'll, uh, Mark, why don't you jump in with your view on this? Yeah, and we'll go back okay. to Matt and we'll, so, we'll scoot round. Um, so this for me was a, a is a must watch. I loved wow. it. Actually, dare I say, it might have been my favourite match of the two nights. Um, uh, you know, I, I, and even really, even up until. Um, and unfortunately, and, and, and I'll stick up for Dan here. I never actually checked my phone until about, about 10 o'clock in the morning. So I never actually saw that, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that spoiler. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, I, I still thought. I've always I, liked you. I've always liked him. I, <laughs> I still thought it was going to be Shane McMahon. I, have, I really, really did think, you know, cause it was all of a sudden like how he's just disappeared and, and stuff like that. So I, I still had this thing in the back of my mind that they're going to bring out Shane McMahon. They're going to bring out Shane McMahon for this for this match. But uh, I I loved it. I, I loved the way uh, I loved the way he, he he shook the referee's hand at the start of the match. I really I thought that was a really a really classy touch. I liked how he he was bringing in. Uh, I mean, obviously we know he did the dusty uh, bionic elbow, but I loved the way he did the. Um, um, where he, he drops the mat and punches up like that, like Goldust used to do. So uh, I, I love that. Um, yeah, there's some there's some proper stiff chops going on there as well, wasn't there? If I if I remember rightly, um, uh, I, I, I I I clocked the the, the sloppy moon salt and stuff like that. But I just I yeah I just thought it was a really great match. The crowd was so invested. In it. Almost it was a Hardy Boys pop from. From um, was it 33, 34, 33, yeah. 34, um, 33, yeah, 33, yeah. So, uh, so right, right result for me. Um, but yes, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. There is part of me that I, I just can't, I can't see past. Yes, he'll have the big bang for the next six weeks, but I, 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 I can't see him. I, I just see him being slipping into a, another mid card, um, mid card wrestler. To be honest with you, so um, but we'll see. Everyone is really up there. So this is the thing in the company. Every, apart from Ron, Ronda, Charlotte, to an extent, Becky Lynch, and Lesnar and Reigns, everyone's mid-card, really, to a certain extent, aren't they? But Mark, I, I, over to you in terms of yeah. what, what do you think on this uh, on this one? Um, I didn't like it as much as you three. Um, at the end of the day, it's still Cody Rhodes, isn't it? He was, <laughs> he was lower to mid-card for 10 years. He left. He was a big deal in Impact and Ring of Honor. Um, big deal behind the scenes in AEW, but as Dan alluded to earlier, he was a mid-carder in there. He was, he, obviously, there was that stipulation where he couldn't be in the world title picture, but even besides being champion, he wasn't main event in pay-per-views, anything like that. And now he's coming back. And um, I don't know. I mean, whatever happens going forward, I said the same as what Stu just said when all the rumours started. I think... If he comes back, the the popper. Oh look, look who's come back from AEW. This is a big deal. He will get that push. I I predicted a run with Reigns, maybe a pay per view or two, and then be down to the mid card. Um, but whatever does happen next, um, you have to say that they've thrown everything behind him. 
of this early stage, by the looks of it, he had the spectacular entrance. Um, the on-screen logo graphics, the American Nightmare logo, we have all them stupid 3D uh, images on screen. Uh, the commentators were putting over what a huge deal it was that he had returned and everything. Like I say, it's still Cody Rhodes, isn't it? Um, my, my son was in the room and he saw his entrance and heard his entrance. And he asked if Cody had taken the AEW ring announcer with him to WrestleMania. So, in other words, Mike Rohn did an excellent impression of Justin Roberts um, <laughs> on the introduction. Um, I, I, obviously, it was a long match, so they're going to get through some stuff. But it just seemed like it was his first night back. Somebody's already kicked out of the crossroads, kicked out of the Cody cutter. I wonder what Randy Orton felt about him doing the Cody cutter, by the way. Uh, the Liger bomb, he went through everything his arsenal that we've seen. And, um, yeah, he got the win. That was good. But, yeah, time will tell, I guess. So my verdict wasn't must-watch or recommend. It was it was all right. Wow. But everyone kick, everyone kicks one. out Everyone kicks out finishes at WrestleMania, though, don't they? They do. You're right. But, I mean, that's that's what Cody's got. He's got his crossroads. Mm. That cro- that, He's got yeah, that, that, I mean, that crossroads has been a, ineffective for ages, hasn't it? That crossroads, yeah. like, you need... Near the end of AEW, you needed at least three. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really so mind if that. If he's to challenge really. Reigns, you know, now now the once the excitement dies down with a couple of weeks of promos and build a uh, pay per view, let's say at the end of May, what are people? Is anyone going to give him a I, chance against? I think they. I think they'd be made, they, they, it would be lunacy to put him in there early with Reigns and beat him. I think you've got to build that longer. That's got to be a that's a SummerSlam. SummerSlam, I think. If if you if he's got momentum, I think Cody's got the. I think people have. I think people. Well, again, you're saying that's a SummerSlam. This is mid card Cody Rhodes. Why? Well, why? Does I don't, he have to main event the second biggest card of the year. I don't think he needs to. I don't think he. he I don't think in WWE. I think in terms of in ring, I can't think of too many people that. Um, I don't think there's any top tier workers in WWE actually at all. So I think Cody. I, I think. I, I I think now. Obviously, it talks about this, but what happened last night? I think WWE are backed into a corner now in terms of the the world title. I, I I think they're backed in. I think they're backed into a corner because who legit who legitimately is going to defeat the holder of those titles? Now, well, the ha- yeah, the ha- if they're going for the. We discussed on on the WrestleMania one. We were saying we all expect Roman to hold it for a long, long time. Yeah, but the, it's not about who's going to beat him. It's about getting someone who pe- people ha- think has a chance of beating him before losing. Because I don't if, think if that, we I don't suspect think he's going to get as far as the Rock, I don't think there is. Done. I don't really think there is. I mean, what what we've not talked about is how great Seth Rollins was last that that night as well. You know, we've, we've focused on Cody, but Seth, Seth was a big part of that match as well. Um, I was about to ask. I was about to ask about him. What you got? What do you guys? What's your? I was just about to say, do you like as someone who watched it? Like, because I don't. He comes across as he's well. I've always I've known who he always known who he is. Always deemed as like, oh, that guy's going to be like potential, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then you think to yourself, well, actually, you've been around quite a while now, so potential becomes prime, or you've got to do something. Um, and where does this leave? So he rocks up. You all knew he was going to lose, but he's lost. Where does it leave him? Where does he go? You know, does he does he go? What's the point? He might be. Do we do AEW get? Does he is he the um, next one out? Of the like, no, where's, I where's he? Go? I expect Rollins. He'll just be happy. He'll he'll be happy to sit as mid card. Yeah, Rollins are big money. Um, my view on Rollins is Rollins is with Rollins is a, a good to very to very good performer. 
probably second second tier, but in terms of world worldwide, mate, at his best, he was certainly second tier. I'd say um, not not top tier. But but going back to the Cody point, I don't. I think that if they let him do pro- not not the Cody verse promos where he's talking about loads of nonsense, if they get him on some under some some control. I think Cody can be a really good promo, and I don't I don't really see that there's anyone on the babyface side that can do what he's got. So while he has generally been more mid-card he's, he's main evented i think one new japan show one new japan pay-per-view and one aew pay-per-view and obviously then he came out and he wasn't wasn't able to do that anymore i do think if the it's all about the people it's if the, if he if the people stay with him then he can go further if he if he if he starts doing stupid stuff or brandy turns up or there's a mixed reaction or he drops a turd tonight i think he'll get a good reaction tonight but if he drops a, a promo that's not good or you know it's it's very WWE speak or not, I think next week you'll get worse a reaction and the week after, I think a lot of it depends on who he's programmed with. It wouldn't surprise me if they do a rematch of Rollins at the net. I think that's quite a safe option because they've got a pay-per-view, I presume in four or five weeks time. I think they'll have another good match and it'll be fine. Like that, you know, and they, and they can do the build for that. They didn't do this time because he was surprised, but I want him to do well. I, I, I've always sort of, I felt he's a bit of an underdog. I like his story. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm quite behind him. I think I'd like, I'd like something to happen with him, but whether whether it does or not, I don't. You know, I don't know. And he was nice when we met him as well, wasn't he? I know that, like, that sounds ridiculous, but he was. He seemed like a good guy. Like, get Brandy as far away from that act as possible, and let's sit. You know, let's see what he can do. He's only what is he? Thirty five, Cody. So still got some decent. Yeah, just thirty six. Yeah, so still got some decent years ahead. But yeah, we shall see. Still a kid. Yeah, compared with me, anyway. Uh, any more thoughts on this one before we move on? Dan, I don't know if you, if you had anything else to add on this uh, this match. No, I think you guys have answered it, really. I was just sort of going to say, yeah, ultimately, what's your predictions? But we sort of covered that, really. Um, it was the first sight I'd had, obviously, through promos of Vince, um, who looked horrific. But um, I'm sure we'll come <laughs> on to talk about Vince a bit more. Yes, we will. Um, so we, what did we get there? One, was, one must watch, and two recommends, and one, it was all right. Is that right? I think so. That's right. Yeah. Right. I'm sure we'll get four must watches to this next one we're going to cover, which is Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. And this came after Rollins and Rhodes for the SmackDown women's title. And I hadn't seen much of the build up to this, but it certainly felt like the specialness that Ronda had during her first run is just well and truly gone. Um, her selling a lot for Charlotte in this didn't really help distinguish her at all. And I don't think the crowd knew who to cheer or perhaps they just didn't care. I thought there was loads of nonsense in, the, in this at the end. A fall by Ronda that the ref reversed, a tap from Charlotte while the ref was down, and shockingly, it led to Ronda being pinned after a kick to the face by Charlotte when she was sort of mildly distracted in 18 minutes and 21 seconds. I thought this didn't work on any level. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about this hard, but I'm putting this as a skip. Um, Stu, over to you. Uh, I'm putting this as a must-watch. Really, I, I, wow! I, I, I really enjoyed this. I really, okay, did. I, 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 chair, I, think I enjoyed it because it was. I just, Jesus, just, uh, oh, sorry, yeah. I'm just coughing there, Stu. That's completely unrelated, yeah. sort of, maybe. No, no, no. no. I, uh, uh, well, that's why we do these things, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I preferred this to the other women's title match. I love the brutality. I love the I love the brutality of it. I I I just I just really enjoyed it. Um, yes, Rousey was um, sloppy at times. Um, you put that down to I don't know ring rust, whatever whatever you want to put it down to. Um, 
she's not she needs to turn heel absolutely there's no question in my mind she needs to turn heel um i i just i just really i really enjoyed it i just enjoyed the physicality of it and uh, cuz it was a physical match there was no it, it was it was quite a you know and uh i loved how charlotte's frustrations was bubbling away and things like that um I, I, yeah, I just, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised that. Oh, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm, a good show. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Because, uh, because if you, that is, because it's better to sit through something you enjoy than something that I didn't enjoy at all. So it's, it's yeah. good, good that you did. And I enjoy because they're both submission wrestlers, aren't they? At the end of the day, I, mm. I enjoy all that, all the, all the reversing into different submissions and and, and things like that. Um, and, and, and I thought the, the the boot at the end was quite a brutal boot as well yeah. to the face as well. So I think she took it well. But that that uh, was it the right result? Yes, I think it was because I'm not bought into Rousey as 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 a as a face champion. Mm. She's 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 got to she's just got to be it. She's a heel. She's she's a heel. Yeah, I agree. And, I agree. And 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 um. Is she on? I I I I really lose the the thread with what shows they're on. Is she now on SmackDown? I think Is she so? On? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I'd be looking at some way to trans transcribe her over to Raw. Hmm. Um, I presume we'll probably get a draft in a couple of weeks. I don't really know, but that's I what they usually do, don't they? To yeah. shift her over to Raw as soon as possible yeah. and go after. Yeah. So um, yeah, so for me it was a it was a must watch purely and simply because I just love the, the the physicality and the brutality of that match. So, um, but Rousey has got a little bit of work to do in terms of sharpening up. Mark, let's see where where are you going to go on this now? Because I'm I'm waiting with bated breath. Well, I'll start with my verdict and then I'll talk a bit about the match. My verdict was it was all right, um, but everything I've got to say about it is positive. Um, okay. So um, they both hit some big moves. There was no mistakes, but it did feel like they weren't clicking somehow. I can't, I couldn't put my finger on it. Like I was waiting for them to take it up a gear towards the end, and they didn't. They just sort of stuck with the pace until the pin came. I thought um, in the vi- in the video before the match for this, uh, which I thought was an excellent video, by the way, for people like us who haven't watched the build. I thought they did a good job explaining that. Uh, I noticed when Stephanie was talking to camera uh, in her office, she has a gigantic photo of her father on the wall of her office, um, <laughs> looking relaxed with his arms behind his head. Um, but yeah, it had a big fight feel, uh, I, I thought, and Charlotte's matches usually do. Um, I've always been impressed with Charlotte's work. Um, but the longer Charlotte's methodical wearing down of Ronda went on, the less interested in it I became, really. I sort of, I didn't stay uh, invested uh, to the end, really. I, I preferred their previous singles match that they had at Survivor Series in Ronda's first run. But this was only Ronda's third singles match since she came back after a three-year three layoff. So I'd say it was a very good performance under those circumstances. But it is that you've got to judge it on the fact it's WrestleMania, it's a title match. You've got to be on the ball, really, haven't you? So I'm confident Ronda will have some great matches this year. Um, I agree with Stu. I think she'd be more effective in a heel role than a babyface role. And uh, the tainted finish suggests the feud will continue and I'm expecting a rematch or two. Daniel, I think you're going to say skip. What are you going to say? Who's in charge? Me or the devil? Have you seen that darts clip? I know you have, Dan. <laughs> One of my favourites. No, go on. I, over to you, Daniel. 
He Hang doesn't. What, what, were you having te- technical difficulties? You got me? Yeah, I've got you. I've got you. Yeah, I've got you. Yeah, Mark, Mark, Mark just went a bit like a robot on my end, but I can still see him, his lips moving. Um, and given he started with it, it was all right. I think it might probably be the best I couldn't hear him. Um, right. So I thought the promo was a good build up, but the match was that was a title match, yeah, in the women's division. Oh, yeah, wow. SmackDown women's title, yes. yeah. Oh, must be a good division. Um, <laughs> Rousey reminds me of watching Ken Shamrock at times, right? It's just. They're just two completely different styles. I want to watch UFC, yeah, MMA. I'll watch UFC or MMA. If I want to watch wrestling, I'll watch wrestling. Which one is it? No, it's not. <laughs> I used to think that with Ken Shamrock. I think it with Lesnar. If I want to watch that, I'll go and watch it. I, 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 two different things. Um, and she is an MMA. Like, she's really good at... Um, see, I understand that like her MMA, or is it UFC career, whatever. She's pretty good, yeah. She got beat by a boot to the face after having her put in her arm bar. She held the ref and a boot to the face. That's it. Free count. See you later. Wow. <laughs> I mean, what, what is that? She's meant to be a force a to be reckoned suppose, with. Isn't it? Like a blind knockout, I suppose. But I, d- I do think it was, yeah. Well, actually, well, you say a, say a blind knockout. If you watch it properly, she glancing constantly to <laughs> check when it's coming. Um, is it coming? I just don't understand. Um, is she is, is her only link to, she does like the Piper's pit. Is her only link to Roddy Piper that she called herself Rowdy Ronda? There was some link with them because I I don't know if they Mark, do you know the story? Did he give her his jacket or something? Yeah, it was was literally just a case of he was her favourite wrestler. She mentioned him in interviews and stuff, and then he reached out to her and sort of bestowed the nickname Rowdy on her. Yeah. And next thing uh, the family gave her his jacket after he passed away, I think. Yeah. Because she was Rowder Ronda Rousey in uh what was it, Strike Force start off before UFC, Mm. yeah, yeah. We've lost Dan again, I think. Oh, okay. He's Sorry. back. He's back. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, it was just skip for me. Yeah, I, I, I didn't... I thought I thought some, some of this... I didn't think it was necessarily really badly wrestled, um, but I just think in terms of the present... There's, and there's a match on the next show. We can see whether you can guess this, which is, I've, I have similar thoughts on. But it was the presentation of it. It didn't... People didn't seem really... For me... People didn't in that crowd weren't interested in what they were delivering, albeit it was it was a bit like watching a match in front of a Japanese clap crowd where they can't react to it and they but they they couldn't react to it because they didn't really want to. That was my thought anyway. Um, now the final kind of sorry, just before you go on, don't shoot, go, go on. That was what I thought should have been the main event. Oh, I mean, I think I think that if if, if Percy, if I think if they put that on after Austin, I think people would have been going home. But um, yeah, yeah, had, had we not, yeah, but that if I that that's what I thought should have been the main yeah. event. I think if it wasn't a match, it would. It, I think it would have been. But um, yeah, I, I think they probably. I think they, for me, they probably got it got it right. Um, the Raw Women's Title was on before Rollins and Rhodes in the fourth match of the night. Uh, Bianca got a marching band for her entrance, albeit the two guys that came out first and um, were presumably professional dancers either side of her were just dismally out of sync with each other during their bits. I, I actually felt quite sorry for them. Um, 
the, 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 obviously we're reviewing this in slightly odd order we will do the other show in order but the lack of wrestling up to this point in the show and the overuse of video packages and hype was kind of grating um and was a feature throughout really both nights um, and i thought both shows could have easily have been inside three hours this match started just before the 90 minute mark of the show and we'd had under 32 minutes of in-ring action up to that point in fact i've actually got um i've actually got the stats of both nights here so this is how much of a loser i am so the first night show was four hours and four minutes. And of that, one hour and 40 minutes was bell to bell. And the second night was three hours and 48 so three hours and 48 minutes. And there was one hour and 36 of actual wrestling. So a lot of this stuff could have been, um, could have been cut out. Anyway, back to this match. I thought this had a super hot start, a great near fall, um, sort of harkening back to their SummerSlam match. Um, Becky, I thought, hit a terribly dangerous-looking moonsault, which made me wince. And they did quite a lot of chain wrestling and going for covers early on, which some of it worked, some of it didn't work. But um, you know, they were they, these two were really, really going for it. Like, you know, I've been um, critical of Becky Lynch, but these two really wanted to put on an epic WrestleMania match. They tried loads <coughs> of stuff. Lynch did spots I'd never seen her do before. Both from Bello, I thought was was really good. Both of them left it all in there. There were a few, few sloppy moments, but I really enjoyed this match. This is a firm recommend for me. This is my match of the weekend. And Belair won the title in 19 minutes and eight seconds of the KOD. Mark, what do you think of this? Uh, Dan right. can't believe it. I like women's wrestling, Dan, when it's good. There you go. Yeah, when it's uh, good, when it's good, yeah. <laughs> I've got a feeling my brother from another mother here is going to be on my side. So go on, Mark. Um, my verdict is also recommend. Yep. Uh, same as you. Um, it's not my favourite match of the weekend. Um, I, I enjoyed the promo before it, similar to the Charlotte Ronda one. They got me interested in a story that I haven't been following. That They did a really good job all weekend, I thought, on these video packages. Um, now, the entrance... Uh, commentator Jimmy Smith had the audacity to say nobody enters in style quite like Becky Lynch as she got out of the back of a fairly nice but not amazing car. Um, Sasha Banks has done that on multiple times over the years, going back as far as 2015. But kind of gimmick infringement. We'll, we'll here, get back it? to that when we discuss night two. Yeah. Um, they were, go um, they were going for big moves and lots of pin attempts right from the start. And that's a style I like and you don't see too often. I remember it did work well in the Brock Lesnar-Seth Rollins match at WrestleMania 35. It was a good start and it was logical based on the fact that Becky won in less than a minute in their previous match. So she was trying to do that again. Bianca was countering it. I, I like the story they were telling there. Um, Bianca Belair has an absolutely insane physique. Her shoulders, arms and abs look Incredible. She looks like a superhero. Um, her moves are great too. From my point of view, her only weakness is experience. And um, once she gets that experience, uh, to go with the amazing feats of strength she does, the agility to do uh, what she does, in a few more years, I think she's going to be unstoppable. She's going to be at the top of the division for a long, long time. Uh, the thing that impressed me most about Becky, who, like, like Steve said, I've been outspoken about her in the past. I never fully got on the hype train with Becky Lynch. Um, but what impressed me in this match was her cardio. Um, starting with the suplex on the mats outside the ring, she was taking some huge breaths at a few points in the match, but she still never slowed down and kept, kept the pace going. Um, Bianca winning did get a visibly huge reaction from the whole stadium. I thought throughout the night there was a lot of 
what sounded like, I know they do the crowd sweetening. And, mm. and I was basing the crowd reactions on what I could see rather than what I could hear. And some of them didn't quite sync up. But I think that one what did get a huge positive reaction. And yeah, it was a good story that they've been telling ever since back in SummerSlam where she's got her revenge and she's the champion again. So yeah, a recommend for me. It was a good match. I'm really intrigued as what your match of the weekend is now, but I'm going to wait to get to that point. So when, when we get there, obviously do, do share that with us. Um, Shu, over to you. Um, this for me was okay, but shall I tell you? Shall I be really? Yeah, of course you can. Because okay? yeah. I'm we'll not be the into trust e- because I'm not into either of them. Okay, at all. Yes, it was a good wrestling match. I don't. I'm not going to take that away from him. It, it, it was again. It was physical. It was. It was a lot quicker pace than what um, uh, Flair and and and, and Rousey was. Um, and, and some brutal, some brutal moves, but I, I, I just, I just struggle with, and I think because she got so squashed when she lost the belt, I've really struggled as seeing her as a champ. You know, when she obviously she lost it didn't, uh, last year, was it SummerSlam? She lost it back. Yeah, then? yeah, yeah. And she, she was just squashed, weren't she? And uh, so you just wonder how invested in the other as a champion, but I, I just don't. I've just never really warned them, but I won't take anything away. I think I think if I was right into them, I'd be probably saying it's a recommend match. And, mm. and yes, to most people, I would probably say yes, it's worth worth a watch, absolutely. But personally, I'm just not really into them, that, which is why I was a bit bit pathetic towards it. We're gonna. I'm not, I don't want to hear from Dan on this because it's going to be slanderous. <laughs> Go on, Dan. What have you got to say about this? It was all right. <laughs> What's your? What have, you, have we had your match the weekend yet, or is it to come? Well, I'll wait till the end. Oh no, that's fine. But um, yeah, if it if it comes up as we go along, you're wor- you're welcome to shout that out, basically. But do you want to um, save it till the end? You can save it till the end. Oh, but I might do, but I can confirm. Just if anyone's if anyone's a better man, it's not this one. <laughs> um, this is my it was all right. Match of the whole weekend. It was mental. It was yeah. all right. Um, you got to remember as well with this. I was drunk. And I still gave it, it was all right. Um, How so, are you still awake at this time? I do not know. Because we met in the pub at 10 to 12. So, because yeah. because, because um, two, two uh, so my cousin and his mate, they they come round. They didn't really yeah. have a choice. Um, <laughs> and you watched the so whole they, thing live, did you, in the end? Yeah, so they left and uh, I got the whiskey out and thought, I've got this far. How long? Let's how much did you feel on Sunday from, on a scale of 1 to 10? Four. 10 being death, Four. basically. I wasn't quite deaf. You can't. I can't. I see. I had well, no. Kids. Obviously, you're not dead because you're still here now. But I'm you're like that. Oh, I mean, that's the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah. I did. I don't too bad. Seven. You know, okay. we're starting and drinking all day. Yeah, I mean, that's. I felt rough the next day when I and I went home at six o'clock. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, just to clarify everyone. Steve went home at six o'clock. So I'm pretty sure he said something like he doesn't want to be hung over for Wednesday. When we're next, you know what? I, I must be honest, Dan. Like, I, I am, te- you, you know, I'm just honest with these things. Yeah. I can't, I can't drink at all now. I literally cannot drink at all. I had like four or five pints of Guinness, and I felt not. It was coming out of me like cow pats on Sunday, and I felt so. Like, and I, can't sleep, I can't sleep. So yeah, I know. I just I know. say, I just yeah. say, I just say you lot. Though, I'm going to be spent. So me and Steve are going to be going up to Middlesbrough on 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 Wednesday and spending yeah, an evening in Newcastle. What so could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go? go wrong? Yeah. Um, so, sorry. So anyway, <laughs> Tangent um, City. Yeah, so I, I am actually invested in Bianca because Bianca saved my WrestleMania 37. Mm. Um, I still, I loved that match so much. 
um, at, at last year. Um, and that's one of the days I think a few of us were texting. That was a Saturday, um, wasn't it? I, yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed it. We, I know we like it perked us all up. Um, and then she's the only one I've really paid attention to. So actually, like she was robbed at SummerSlam. I don't know what the angle they were playing out there. Was it 26 seconds or something? I think for And this, I remember thinking... I think who's got the... Play- yeah, yeah, I just... Yeah. I think that put me off. Like, like again, I was like, I still... I sort of... Like I do every time in WrestleMania, I then might pay attention for a little bit. Mm. Um, and then that just like stopped me in my tracks. Um, Becky Lynch, I don't know her at all. I know who she is. I know that she gives uses the gimmick the man, which I do think in 2022 is not the best thing to do if you're a woman to sort of call yourself like try and say I'm the man well you don't need mm. to be the man you can be the woman you're you're I'm very surprised they go with that line um do they still use that, that much now or they've moved away from that no it's, it, she's Becky two belt she's big, big time, time Bex. Bex. Yeah, so they have I mean she had a, one of the moves was a man man handle or something or other okay. um but anyway um but I was I was actually I was really happy for Bianca. I was thought I was I thought it's brilliant. I love the, the finish of that KOD is great. Yeah. Um I felt like it's justice. I, so I felt very like, yes, you deserve that. Yeah. Um, I would like to know what are your guys' thoughts on her using her ponytail. Uh, it kind of freaks me out a little bit, but it's not it's quite a nice gimmick. I think it's a good bit, 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 bit it's like a, Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because it's, 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 it's if you pull someone's hair, you're yeah, but if you pull someone say you're disqualified, but then she can use her air. Yeah, it's not a weapon. But you could... it's part of a. Part of but then, if you pulled her hair, wouldn't you get disqualified? You get. Warned. Uh, you get warned. You get I think. Warned. Yeah. Warned. Okay, fine. Um, but yeah, so I put it all right. I put all right slash recommend. I mean, it was the end of the world. That's all right. It's not That's match right. of the night. It's not match of the weekend. Oh, I think but... it is. That's the only one that broke four stars for me, and I, I, maybe that's harsh. But I thought Belair was really good. Two two years running, she's had the match of WrestleMania for me. So I, I thought this was this was excellent. Um and I and I and I and I have to get like we talked about with Becky Lynch. There were a few iffy moments, but these these girls, Crikey, they literally gave this everything they possibly had. They were like, We're gonna go out there and like fair fair play to them, because I don't think everyone did that across these two shows. Um, right, let's 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 fly through the, the rest of this night one and then we'll get on to some interesting stuff that happened on night two. So um it started with some bloke singing America the Beautiful, he was rubbish. We got a, a video package with Mark Wahlberg, who basically could be John Cena's older and cooler brother. Um, in the first match, the Usos beat um, Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura in 6.55 when Boogs got a legitimate injury during this, which I didn't realise um, actually at the time. I had this one as a... Uh, what did I put? Just all right for me. Um, let's just just fly... Quick thoughts, ratings, let's move on. So, Mark, you go first on this one. At, at the time, I had it as a... It was all right, but then... At the end of the show, I thought, I think that was just because it was the first one. Everyone's excited. You're just getting going. So I changed that to a skip. It, yeah. it was There was nothing bad about it, but nothing particularly good. Yeah. Shoot. Uh, I, I would say skip, but I when I saw that, when I saw his leg buckle, it just made me just like, and I just, yeah. So I just skip it just pretty for that. Cause it, the same yeah, uh, quad looked, injury looked, Triple H got. It looked pretty horrible. I, I think, think it was, was well. I think it was worse than Triple H's because Triple H's was a quad tear. This was a quad stroke patella. Yeah, you know. quad and something else that said you're right. I think yeah. Mr. Meltz was saying he could be out for twelve months, which is, it, and I think looked, he was getting over as well. I think this. I've seen a little bit of this act, and they, they, they people seem to like them. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's a shame. So it was a skip for me, but only really because of the injury because I thought it was it was horrific. So uh, Dan, 
I, re- I really felt for him as someone that when I played football had a lot of knee injuries oh wow like that literally I was, felt a lot for him yeah. um, I feel like I now I've gone from not knowing who he is to knowing quite a lot about him yeah like straight away when he was on the stage I'm like the Rick Boogs is he meant to, like like a take on Rick Rude I don't know what's I his I don't really it's kind of like he does like a little bit of Freddie Mercury slash thing kind of thing I don't know yeah well I, well, I went on his Wikipedia well I went on his Wikipedia just to see if he was related to Rick Rude but what I did find on there was that he's no relation but his wiki tells me that he's got 272,000 uh, uh, followers on YouTube, 75 million views, and he won the 2019 Creators Award, wow. which strikes me. Yeah, so that's the future. There's <laughs> uh, that stuff that, which we'll come to a little later. Um, uh, to be honest, after X amount of pints, a bit like Mark said, first match, that Nakamura theme, I am rocking out. I tell you, I am <laughs> I am giving it the bigger in the lounge here. Um but yeah, I mean, it was okay. I had it. It was all right. I mean, it's 2022, and Usos are doing a like a frog splash. I, I would, I would give him a bit of bit of credit. You can see where after that splash, they're clearly setting up a new ending. Mm. I've said sometimes like, credit where it's due. They obviously had to change. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What, I think the results are so, the same, but um, but yeah, but credit where it's due. Yeah, yeah, it was um, all right. It was harmless. Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin next. Um, I don't understand why. Baron Corbin is wrestling anyone other than Mr. Mahon in 2022 wants to see this guy wrestle Drew beat him in 838 with a Claymore kick um, Drew hit a big dive to the outside which was impressive um, I thought in the, some of the work in this was really bad clunky exchanges um, this is a, a firm skip for me um, Stu you're rating on this one uh, yes yeah yes skip I just I, I, do you know what I feel for Drew because I think what a, he's had what a fall from grace really he's yeah. had since you know, and it was a real shame that um, he never got to do his his 36 made or, or, or God, I, just, I just lose track of numbers and years and COVID and all that. 36, wasn't it? It was just a shame that he didn't get his big moment in a big stadium and, and stuff like that, you know, because 36 was just behind closed doors, wasn't it? So yep. um, so I do feel for him a bit. But yeah, it's a, it's a definite skip for me. I think I, I, I did read somewhere that he was supposed to have a really big entrance, but it was canned as well. So yeah. Um, which um, and, and I'm really not sure what the the chopping the chopping the top rope with his big sword was about either. Really, no, so, put um, that sword away. So yeah, it, it's a, it's a skip from me, Daniel. Um, yeah, I mean this Corbin guy is like just the latest gimmick, isn't he? He's like the, the Matt Hardy equivalent. Um, and I can obviously tell from you guys that you have a similar thought. Interesting during the match, uh, the he had his, the, the sword was out. And the, the steel chair won that. Like, won the battle between the sword and the steel chair. Oh, see, if, yeah. only Bra- if only Braveheart thought of that. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It could have saved a lot of time. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, it was, I, I, I actually had, it was, it was all right. Cause I, it was a harmless, like it was fine. <laughs> I, I did like, the, there was, there was one, there was like the, the future shot DDT yep. where he drills, he drills the person into his abs. I just pictured like if I did that, the person would be like, "Oh, it's quite nice." I don't like think a little like like they'd have a little cushion fall. Like if yeah, anything, yeah. they'd like land, and I'd be like, oh, he's done all right." He's like, "Cheers, mate." Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, they also mentioned they also mentioned he it was the undefeated uh, Happy Corbin. I assume he's undefeated with the current gimmick. I believe he's so, not, yeah. you're not you're not undefeated. No. Oh, you, you, it was all right, weren't you? Mark, over to you on this one. 
Uh, yeah, uh, you wanted me to let you know when we get to my favourite match of the weekend. Um, it's not this one. <laughs> um, the my main notes I, I made at the time. Dan's just uh, said it there. I remember the biker Baron Corbin lost a lot of matches. The the what the Baron Corbin who wore a waistcoat in his matches lost a lot of matches, and King Corbin <coughs> lost a lot of matches. But Happy Corbin is undefeated apparently. Um, He's dressing these days more like Bray Wyatt with the white trousers and Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Um, McIntyre's somersault dive over the top rope is an absolute thing of beauty. You mentioned that, Steve. That looked great. Um, I think the crowd were enjoying it, but it might be some of that fake crowd noise. I couldn't really tell. Um, once Drew chopped up the ropes with his sword, I knew some kind of backstage hijinks were coming up while they put the new ropes up and it turned out it was basically an advert break. And I, I was already thinking with with the matches, the first two matches we would seen, and the whole arena been bathed in blue light, I felt like it, we were just watching an episode of SmackDown. Yeah. At this point, they started putting commercials on. So, uh, verdict skip. Uh, the Mysterios versus Miz and Logan Paul um, was uh, was next, wasn't it? Yeah. So this one went eleven minutes and fourteen seconds and ended with Miz pinning Ray with a skull crushing finale. <laughs> For me, this was light years above anything else on the show up to that point. I thought Logan Paul was great. He hit a superb frog splash, great facials. Miz turned on him afterwards, and I'm not sure why. And Logan looked up and said, what was that? Which was really amusing. Believe it or not, I'm going to recommend for this. Dan. Uh, right, so I, w- I watched this match with my cousin's 27, 28. Yeah. And, his, and his mate he had even must be like 21, 22 maybe. Um. And I sat there and they'd been up until that point, had been watching a little bit. They were glued to the screen when this guy yeah. come out. Right. And that is, and that's when I realized, Vince, do you know, do you know what Vince, sometimes you get criticized, but you have I, clearly without me, you've nailed this by the looks of it. They were, when I was laughing, I was going to say, what is, what is this guy? They were like, shush, shush. He's just, yeah, leave it Dan. He's good. He's good. He went toe to toe with Mayweather. God, it, like, do you know what? Fair play. And, and then he comes on there and, okay, he didn't really like wrestle, wrestle, but like, I'll tell you what I love that like, when he done like the, the, the free amigos and then the frog splash, yeah. Viva, Viva La Logan. I honestly, I was loving it. And I probably helped that they were like, they honestly, they were sold. Um, and yeah, I mean, to the point actually, where when Miz turned on him, they were like, like he's an idiot. That's <laughs> it now. Like he thinks he's doing some Sort of like, so I went, oh, maybe they're t- like, maybe he's going to come a face. And they were like, no, that's no, a heel yeah, thing to do. Yeah. And I'm like, why? They were like, that's, do you not know who this is, dad? No, I do not. <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, I thought fair play to him. Um, I liked how, you know, they were sort of, he was, he was sort of the, the novelty act because mugging off Don Mysterio that he's like, he's not like, he's a novelty, like he's only there because of that. Um quite interesting i was talking about miz i used to view miz as a bit of a novelty act um, he's won so many titles this guy um fair play. Fair, fair play to him um yeah i i i i i didn't mind it i mean i've I done it it was all right to recommend just because i think there, there was a time and a, there's a time and a place to have um like wrestlemania i think we said before it always one of its key things wasn't it there was combining different entertainment industries and i think in the the purest form when it first started that was music and now it's youtube yeah um and that's 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 what it's done and that's serves a purpose so and i think they've done it well and they did it well last year they did Um, did. 
I absolutely as do. Well. Bad Bunny, yeah. So, yeah. Mark, yeah. what did you make of so, this? Yeah, I, oh, sorry, Duncan. No, no, I was saying I would have done it. It was all right. I recommend. Mark? Um, I liked how Dominic um, Mysterio paid homage to his biological father, Eddie Guerrero, with his ring gear. Um <laughs> The, the ring gear was identical to what Guerrero wore at the AAA When Worlds Collide pay per view in that right. fairly, fairly oh, famous yeah, yeah. tag match, hair versus mask. That bar, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, it looked really cool with the jacket and the tights. Um, Logan Paul looked great. Obviously, um, I thought he did the best celebrity frog splash since Snoop Dogg on AEW Dynamite. And um, uh, uh, and when Miz turned on him after the match, the the crowd volume was pretty ridiculous, actually. We we could see the crowd behind the camera, behind the hard, opposite the hard cam, barely paying attention. But what we heard was a crowd reaction similar to when Linda McMahon got out of her chair to kick Vince in the balls at WrestleMania 17. Um, I thought Miz turning on him at, after the match could go, could be one of two reasons. Um, maybe it's to lead to a feud, Logan Paul sticking around to... Now mm. maybe a singles match, or it could have just been the case of getting the spotlight off Logan Paul because he's riding off into the sunset, get a bit of spotlight back on the Miz uh, mm. so that he can go forward. Um, my verdict, I put it was all right, uh, close to a recommend. It was decent. Match. Yeah, Shu. Yeah, I'm with Dan on this one. I really enjoyed this, so uh, I would uh, I would recommend it. Um, uh, I, I thought when when he when he turned on him, I thought he got quite a pop actually from the crowd. I, I mean, I, I can see that being a, again a, a, a SummerSlam type esque match potentially. But going back to what Dan said about Miz and and you know for someone that you know you thought was just gonna like be a bit like a Maven type character, God, he has had a stellar career. Mm. Reliable, never injured. I don't. I really, genuinely can't recall a time when Miz was out off the shelf for a long period of time, if ever. Um, you Even know, when so he's I made think, films, he, he hardly misses any time. No, yeah. I think. I think. I think there's got to be a lot of credit goes to that. Um, I, I, yeah, I love the the three amigos from Logan Paul. I thought that was that was great. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. But and, and yeah, head and shoulders above anything that had been on the card. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah I, com- I, I completely agree. The only other thing of sorry, Stu, the, the only other thing of note on this this kind of first night really was um, Stephanie announced Olympic gold medalist and WWE signing Gabe Stevenson. Gabe Stevenson, who turned up in a white and green shirt with holes in it, that was one of the worst things I've ever seen. And I once wore a faux silk black shirt with flames all over it out in Croydon. Um, and that was it for night one of WrestleMania. I would put this as a thumbs up show overall, particularly due to the hour with Belair, Lynch, Rhodes, and Rollins. And I'm going to give it a six out of ten. So, shoot, what would you give this out of ten for night one of WrestleMania? Seven and a half out of ten. That's strong. Seven and a half. Wow. So you really enjoyed this then? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very, um, very much. Yes. Yeah. Good. Mark. Um. Yeah. Uh, I've got seven. Seven out of ten. Oh. Okay. That's strong, Dan. Five. <laughs> I'm looking forward to your rating of, uh, of, of the next show right we're all going to go and uh, have a little wee or maybe even a poo and then we'll be back shortly in a moment with our review of night two this Welcome meeting is ba- being recorded 
Wow, what happened there? This this meeting is being recorded. I guess that happened again, yes, didn't yeah. it? I should be used to that by now because it's been a feature of Zoom for about six months. Um, we're not. I'm not editing that breakout. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So we're here now to review WrestleMania Night Two and Jesse James Decker, a television personality, best-selling author, and fashion designer, kicked off the show with America the Beautiful. And possibly it might have been a better idea just to book someone that actually focused on solely singing, as she absolutely murdered this song, like a bad X Factor audition <laughs> where every single note was overdone to an excruciating level. And as I'm cl- a classically trained singer, I can comment on this, bring back boys to men. Now, Mark, we were talking about this off air. So what did you, what did you have to add about America the Beautiful here? Um, well, on both nights, really, it's noticeable how we've gone from, we remember the old days, like WrestleMania 3, you could forget Vince McMahon saying, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Aretha Franklin, that was it. Now the ring announcer's got to give them some, give us some Wikipedia highlights. We actually know who this person is. Yeah. Like on night one, he, he introduced the guy by saying he has several number one albums. He is a country rocker and a Georgia native. And then <laughs> I didn't catch his name, but went from there. And it's the same on night two. It's, you know, whether they want to give somebody who people aren't familiar with a, a, a platform or whether the big stars just uh, aren't, answering the phone. I Perhaps I spent all the money on uh, Mark Wahlberg and he he did an, another um, another little video for this, which is okay. These these, these weren't classic pre-WrestleMania videos, I don't think. Um, we then got a few shots of the crowd and Triple H's music hit and he got a huge reaction, as you might expect. He thanked the fans and welcomed everyone to WrestleMania. Uh, he then pointed to a firework display and when the camera went back on the ring, he left his boots there. Um, so yeah, nice touch from Triple H. Didn't say much, but didn't have to. Um, quick thoughts on Triple H's retirement announcement, obviously, this weekend. Mark, you, you go first. Uh, I love Triple H, and he deserves a big send-off. But as he was walking to the ring, I was thinking, oh, he'll probably be the main Hall of Fame guy next year. And I was thinking, at next year's WrestleMania, he'll get to do the big entrance, the walkout, and all the rest of it. And when they'd already had to cut a match out of Saturday night's WrestleMania because they were short on time, I just felt like this was this didn't need to be on the show at all. Interesting, interesting. The thing is, they didn't. I, I don't get the cutting of something out because it's then it's on Peacock. So it's four hours and four minutes. So surely it could have been four hours and fourteen minutes or whatever. I, I didn't really. That doesn't compute to me. I don't. I don't. Didn't really understand it. And um, Dan, what did you think of this? And what are your thoughts on sort of Triple H? You know, when, he walked, when he walked away, um, I just put. On my notes, see you at WrestleMania 40. What to not to wrestle though? Who knows? One of them, one of them ones where they do the computer, like Undertaker or like one of these things. Oh, well, me, uh, reckon, yeah, I know what you mean. You yeah, that's it. Genuinely think you're never going to see him that ring I again. Think I know you're I'm sorry, yeah. I did not view it as that in the slightest. My view was WrestleMania 40, probably that's coming up, massive. Big well, anniversary the whole point he was one. there to leave his boots in the ring, which is the gesture that says it's my last time. Yeah. When you guys there when Undertaker did that with his hat? I did. I was there, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 I saw him a few more times after that, man. <laughs> I think Triple H with a defibrillator, I can't I can't see it, but who knows? Who knows? Uh, but anyway, going back to Triple H, I absolutely loved him. I mean, as mm. a kid, I loved the X. Um, they were my sort of go-to... You know, sad kid in the playground just saying suck it every 10 seconds. I don't know what it means. Now I know what it means. I still say it. Hey. Um, but yeah. Hopefully not um, too near I, to any, any playgrounds. Yeah, not no <laughs> playgrounds. No, I've moved on from the playground scene. 
Um, and by the way, I moved on from that playground scene while I was still a super. Yeah, player. yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Follow me at Steve Gutch. No, um, and yeah, so um, no, it's I, I, one thing I did actually put down is that I think the Triple H entrance with the water is still sort of a weekly part of my shower routine. <laughs> I still think that. I still think I do that. That's coming to patreon.com forward slash mid south moments. You're lying. <laughs> Dan's shower routine. You have to pay $50 for that. If you get more than a shower routine for $50, mate. <laughs> um, anyway, Stu? <laughs> yeah, Stu, over to you. Oh, I, I have to agree with Dan, although I'd say it's part of my daily shower routine rather than a weekly routine. So, uh, so, yeah. Um, I don't think he'll wrestle again. Um, I just don't see how we can but yeah. it was awesome and Wrestlemania 28 is still one of the most iconic moments uh, um, in, in terms of Wrestlemania uh, I just remember that that when Michael's super kicked Taker into a pedigree and, and that was just an amazing moment and that, that thing where they had at the uh, at the end Um but no, I, I, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll wrestle again. I, 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 I to guess. I know it's a bit like. Um, I seem to remember when Brett came back at WrestleMania twenty, and, and, and I suppose this could open the door somewhere. But I, I remember when Brett, when Brett was getting involved, he, he, he just wasn't. His insurance policy wouldn't allow him to wrestle. So I just, I just can't see how Triple H will will wrestle with, it, especially with a different. Uh, a defibrillator in his in his in his heart. I just can't. I just don't see it. I, I think that's his career uh, over. Um, but he should get a, be- a bigger send off and, like you say, probably nailed on Hall of Fame next year. Yeah, Come most on. definitely, most definitely. Um, RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy for the Raw Tag Team Titles was the opening match. Now, I thought. I'll, I'll throw this out to you all. I thought during Cody Rhodes and um, Seth Rollins' match on the first night, um, and I touched on this in the first half, that the raw commentary team of Corey Graves, Byron Saxon, Jimmy Smith are, abs- in my opinion, absolutely awful. Constant headache-inducing buzzwords, inanely high energy, just like, over-the-top chatter, just doing their best to sound as little like regular human beings as they possibly could. Whereas on the other side, you've got, obviously, Michael Cole and Pat McAfee, who I actually really like. And clearly they're friends, friendly, and they just work and they, they sound like people that are there enjoying it. Like, And we'll talk about that in a match to come. I just can't stand these, these three. I think they're absolutely shocking. And Corey Graves used to be good. I don't know what's happened to him. Mark, why don't you go first? Are you, please feel free to completely disagree with me if you think these, these three are the best things since sliced bread. But I found them annoying all weekend. Uh, I, I, it's not that I disagree with you. I, I do see these things about people saying online about um, how... You, you can't listen to them. Uh, to be honest, I it's like I've tuned them out. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a positive or negative thought on on either uh, team really. I know uh, McAfee gets a lot of um, stick online as well about being over the top too much. Hmm. But again, he he don't really bother me either. Um, as far as the match, um, I ain't got many comments on the match itself. Just the circumstances around it. I think RK Bro formed as a team last April, not long after last year's WrestleMania. And when they'd lasted as far as the end of 2021, I would have put money on Orton eventually turning heel in time for them to face off at this WrestleMania. So it's amazing that two singles guys, including one of the most decorated world champions in the company's history, have kept this odd couple team going for an entire year. And 
and they're going to continue. Um, Chad Gable, I've, I, I haven't been keeping up with Raw, and I can't remember the last time I saw him wrestle, but he was absolutely shredded here. Mm. There, there was one shot of him. At, I don't know if he's always had that physique under the singlet or what, but um, the thing I've always liked about the Street Profits is that Montez Ford's it. Montez Ford is the super athlete doing spectacular dives, taking big bumps and stuff. But Angelo Dawkins always looks great when he gets the hot tag. And that happened in this match. That looked good. Uh, Randy Orton also, after Riddle took a bit of punishment, Orton got a hot crowd, hot tag that the crowd were loving. Um, it's rare these days that you see a WWE superstar with a bald patch. But once um, Angelo Dawkins' headbands came off, I noticed uh, quite a big one there. Um and um, yeah, it's the best of us, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, uh, when they started with the what I find to be annoying spots where everyone stands in a group outside the ring to catch the guys doing flips, um, I think Montez did a flip dive and then Gable did a moonsault. My hopes weren't that high for it, but it turned out to be all action from start to finish. It was a lot of fun. And much like I said on night one about it, maybe it's just because it's the first match and you're excited to get going. Uh, my verdict was a recommend for this one. Yeah, I'll go recommend as well. So I, I don't think I said, but RK Bro retained the titles in 11.28 after two great RKOs, one from Riddle from the top rope, and then Orton caught Gable in a dive as well. I, yeah, I like this. I'll, I'll definitely go recommend as well. Um, Stu, what did you make of this? Yeah, uh, recommend. I thought it was all action. Um, some of the... the, the uh, Mark touched on the athleticism. I, I leaping from the ring over the actual turnbuckle post was mm. one that particularly stood out for me. I'm just thinking, my God, that is just unbelievable. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I, yeah, it was it was all action, wasn't it, all the way through. Um, uh, I, I quite like... I, think, I mean, he's an athletic guy, isn't he, you know, for his size? He, he is. He can, he can pull some things out as well. So, um, but yeah, the, the RKOs, but... Orton's got a turn at some point. Like you say, I'm really surprised it's gone this long, to be honest with you. Um, I think he's enjoying himself. It's probably one of the reasons why he does he hasn't. Yeah. And the other thing is as well is, 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 is why don't people just stamp on Riddle's feet? Why don't they <laughs> just stamp on him? It's just, you just, could do that, yeah, yeah. Just great quick. Just stamp on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, great, great kickoff to 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 tonight too. Um and, and coming back to your point about the commentary team. Um, I'm a bit like Mark, really. I don't have an opinion because I, I just don't listen to them, yeah. which probably says everything that you need to say. Whereas mm -hmm. I do listen to Cole and McAfee because I think they add something to... And that's what a commentator should do. They should enhance the match experience. You think how many great calls Jim Ross did and and, and stuff like that. I just, do, I, just, I just zone out on the Raw team. They don't add anything to it. So that probably... So I don't... Although I don't have an opinion that... By not having an opinion, probably says yeah, everything. yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, but I yeah, kind of yeah. yeah. This, this is a recommend. I kind of noticed them and then couldn't not. I couldn't. I couldn't. I was like, I've 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 listened too hard in. I can't tune them out. Um, Dan, what did you think of this one? So commentary wise, for me, slightly different because I don't watch this product. So I listen to the commentators mm. to fill me in on what's going on and who people are. Uh, Mark's touched on this a couple of times. Um, the promo videos, and I've said it before in these things, the promo videos for WrestleManias and most WWE events are really good for someone that doesn't watch it. Um, me and Mark discussed before, but I think Mark watched an AEW pay-per-view and didn't watch the lead-up. And we sort of, I, lots of my points were, how, Mark, how do you even know what's going on here? Because the build-up videos were awful. Um, these are great. 
Um, so that gives me, number one, as someone that comes in, I feel invested from them videos. They even make matches that shouldn't even be there, at least give it some sort of rhyme or reason, just some on some of them, which we'll come to. Um, but with the commentary team, I do really listen. I, I, however, I also know what's good and bad. And one of the things, I think for me, because I am so funny with AW, not even a heel commentator at the moment, and it's really, really get really getting to me. These these guys, they're sort of a bit to the other way, um, mm. which was very noticeable during in night one when Mysterio's in the Miz and Logan Paul match. They were very like constantly going at it about the Mysterios and how Logan Paul and the Miz are great and all of this. And it was a bit, it was a bit the other way. Um, and actually, other than that match, which worked, I do agree, like, they're just talking dribble. Um, oh, yeah. And I wasn't really learning any. But I, but I laugh a couple of times, so, you know, whatever. But um, I do think it's the complete opposite way to what I want, um, that what you've got in AEW, sort of you need a mixture. Um, as for this match, um, I thought this was great. Yeah. I thought this was great. I would probably have... This would be close to my match of the two nights. Hmm. I thought this was brilliant. I thought this was a triple threat tag match, which is really hard to get right. I thought they got right. Orton does look like a little like he's an old man fighting with a load of children at sometimes, I must admit. Um, but Otis, is, uh, Stu touched upon it, Otis is actually quite impressive. Uh, first hmm. time I come across him was when he won that money in a bank when, during lockdown where they had to go to the top. And that's the first time I thought, who is this guy? He's actually all right, but... RK Bro are like a level above, but I've just put here like my notes, like non-stop action. I mean, I, I know Mark would probably hate this, but I had no idea who was active. It was all going off. Um, I've actually put no no idea who was active, and then I put in brackets, Mark's nightmare. <laughs> um, I thought the Street Profits uh, blockbuster move on Gable where they went, oh, he went so high. I thought that was excellent. And then the Riddle's RKO off the top rope was great. Yeah, it really good. I really, really like that. I know, appreciate that they, you know, I think you're meant to be more impressive Waters, but we've seen it. He's done that before. Whereas like Riddles, I can't, I don't know, really, I just didn't see it coming. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought, what like, a great start to, you know, to the show. Yeah, I thought this, I thought that tag match was really, really good. What wasn't good was what came next. That's Omas versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, Lashley won this a couple of spears. I didn't start my stopwatch, so I can't tell you how much the time, how long it was. I would guess something like five and a half minutes. Uh, this is a firm skip for me. Um, I asked you in the wrong order in the last one, but I'm going to stick with what I've written in my notes. And Mark, you go first again. Um, I'm sure that the long term plan is they want Omas. Omos to become uh, Andre the Giant type attraction, but I think at this point he carries himself more like a giant Gonzalez at this early stage in his career. That that's not even a joke. It's just the way he sort of his his body language, his posture, and all that. It's I think he's still trying to find his his footing inside the wrestling ring. But he's only twenty seven years old, so time will tell. Hopefully, um, he will get better. Um, Lashley. Now being a generic baby face, figuratively and literally, he has a baby face who waves at the fans. It didn't work out too well 15 years ago, but I guess after his impressive run these last couple of years as a main event bad guy, um, we'll see if he can make it work the second time round. Um, I liked how on night one in the uh, Charlotte Flair-Ronda Rousey match, Charlotte speared Ronda on the hip. It looked brutal and refreshingly different from the usual spears we see. And then in this match, Lashley speared Omos in the kidneys. 
Um, and I thought that looked just as impressive. It was a nice uh, variation on a very common move. Uh, the slow motion replay of Lashley smacking the back of his head on the ring post looked very nasty, but he seemed to recover from it okay. It didn't seem to bother him. I, I, I do hope that he keeps, he wasn't there last night, but I do hope he keeps MVP as part of the package. I think he, he'd be the better guy to do the promos rather than uh, Lashley being uh, taking up that part of the uh, package. Um, yeah, that was my thoughts, really. So as far as the verdict, it was a skip. You know, you don't need to see that again. No. Uh, Dan? Oh, skip. That was, it was awful. Uh, almost, you guys told me uh, when he was at WrestleMania, and I think I was on the pod, and I asked, I thought he was a celebrity. Mm. You guys told me he was a wrestler. I'm going to ask you the same question. Is that almost a wrestler? You, yeah. you told me he was then. I'm just going to ask you the same question. You can see. because Last that year is, was that his first ever re- match, I think. Last year's wrestling. I mean, he's, he's a celebrity. He's, 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 I mean, he's, I don't even know what he's famous for. Well, wrestling, I guess. I mean, he just bear hugged. He looks so wooden. I mean, see, that clip made the replay because he banged his head. But I think that clip would have made the replays because it's all he did. They must have to show something. Um, I would say one thing. This feud started on Monday, just gone. Oh, right. um, okay, yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. last Monday. This is WrestleMania. The show, it's, it started on Monday. This is WrestleMania, yeah? I mean, I think this, um, this, this the only annoy me so much. They've just gone. You like you said, we've had ones where they're trying to fit, or they've had to cut things out and all of that. Don't worry about it. Why are you making us something up? A few up. I think though, on this, it, it might have been that Lashley was injured, and I weren't sure when he's going to be back. But I do agree with the with the point. So I think that no, might have been. Yeah, but yeah, but hang on. When someone's injured and you're trying to squeeze them in, that's because you think it's going to sell you more tickets. Number one, by by that time you've already sold tickets. Number two, who's going? I would have gone, but Bobby Lashley isn't there. Yeah, well, fair enough, yeah. Not interested. Or, to be honest, if anything, notice in the attendance, there was a 469 people difference between the two nights, probably because Bobby Lashley was there. (laughs) Yeah, that's the the, the late run of tickets. Um, Stu, what do you make of this one? Um, Yeah, I think this is probably my second... No, it wasn't, no. Uh, It was a definite definite, uh, definite skip. Um, I, I just don't know where... Uh, like you say, there was no bills this match. It was just shoehorned in. Uh, that was blatantly obvious from the, the map. But where where does Omos go from here now? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, what, what do you actually do with him? Yeah, nothing. I, I, have no, I have no opinion on it at all. So, um, which is a shame because I quite like Lashley. I think he's been one of the one of the highlights of the last... last oh, sorry. Did last... you ask what did you do next with Lashley rather than Omos? No, no. What, what do you do next with Omos? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what, what, what do you do with him? It, it's just... Put him in a tag team? He should be... Well, he's been in a tag team. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Former tag um, team champion. Security. Security. On the door. <laughs> yeah. Skip. 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 Right, well, <laughs> I'm very interested in what's, what we're about, what's about to happen here because the next match... Is Sami Zayn, or was Sami Zayn, versus Johnny Knoxville. Now, I pride myself on being a serious wrestling journalist, and every fibre of my being was ready to absolutely hate this. But from the moment Chris Pontius, a.k.a. Party Boy, made an appearance, I had an unwanted smile on my face that I couldn't get rid of. The team of McAfee and Cole, and we talked about this, they're in a different stratosphere to the Raw crew. And they would have been unbearable during this. Whereas Pat and Cole sounded like two old friends were having the time of their lives calling it. I thought this was creative. I thought this was fun. I thought the crowd 
largely ate it up. Knoxville won in 14 minutes, 27 seconds. And I can't believe the sentence I'm about to say. He won by trapping Sami Zayn in a giant mouse trap for the pin. <laughs> I can't believe what I'm about to say next either. This is a recommend for me all day long. Yeah. Dan. I loved every minute and second <laughs> of that was there. I, the only reason it's not my match of the two nights is because I can't, I can't, because if I say that, I, you're not going to, no one's going to, I mean, no one takes me seriously anyway, but I can't, I can't, but I loved, oh, oh it was just great, wasn't it? Like, they don't, like, the promo, um, I say like, like, it was it's serious movie advertising, right? Yeah. But it done well. I mean, like, I've just got, I just, do you know what it was though? I just, my so put it, I just, it's starting. I thought you just got to take this as yeah. it is, like you said you did. Um, it's actually to be honest, the only reason I sort of prepared for you to hate it, so I've sort of right, right, started writing a lot of defence here. Because uh, <laughs> one of my defensive comment was was actually the, the fact that it's a shame there's so many of these sort of I won't say joke matches, but like matches that shouldn't be here or whatever. Actually, if this was on its own as the one novelty match or whatever, then I think people would love it. Um, mm. but I did anyway. I mean, I've written down some of the things they use, you know, fire extinguisher, bait, a bacon tray, cookie, cookie tray, called it a bit weird. Um, a crutch, a trash can, a stop sign, a table, an air horn, a, a leg kicking machine, yeah. fire own, bowling, <laughs> bowling ball, a massive house. Oh, the bowling ball, the bowling ball spot was really good when he bowled the ball the bowling into bowling ball nether regions, wasn't it? Yeah, and then he gets up and then he gets kicked by the sort of mechanical yeah. foot. Um, the huge hand, which mm. I think I saw someone on Twitter said, is that my young Mark Henry's Mark hand? Henry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was uh, Mark Henry that said it. Oh, oh was it? it? That's amazing. Amazing. Bombs, the mousetrap table. I mean, it's just... Uh, and do you know what as well? Knoxville sold every hit, but twofold. Number one, because he probably went, hit me properly with it, because this is what I do. So, like... It was easy for him to sell it. So, like everything, you were like, that's probably how he, you would react if you get black. So, I think they were actually hitting him. Then you've got like, oh, like Party Boy and Wee Man comes out the ring. Come Wee Man's on. Body I, Slam. I, yeah. I mean, bits, um, the bowling ball bit in the corner. Um, then, yeah, I mean, ultimately, my view here is I was like, yes, I will be watching the film after watching that. Yeah. Number one. And number two, if that, you know, obviously, their films are clip shot, the clips, right? Yeah, you could put that in the film. You definitely could. That should yeah. be in the film. Yeah, that match should be in the film. Um, I really <coughs> enjoyed it. I'd say As I said, it you got a card. Yeah, you got some filler in. If you're going to have to put some filler in, put something like that in. Um, you know, rather than Lashley v Omos, for example. Um, yeah, loved it. Mark, um, I'm going to massively disagree with something Steve said here. Go on. Um, not straight away, but I'll get to it. First of all, I enjoyed Johnny Knoxville being introduced as being two cheeseburgers away from £175. I like that. Um, I haven't seen the Jackass Forever movie yet, so I didn't recognise two of the three Jackass guys in the front row. They must be new, I guess. They weren't in the old films, I don't think. Um, once, a, uh, once I saw a table full of mouse traps coming out from under the ring, I was thinking it was more of a Tom and Jerry cartoon more so than a no holds barred wrestling match. Um, and then the same again, when Johnny Knoxville blocked a halluva kick attempt with an air horn and it put Sammy off. Um, but the bit I disagree on, 
I never ever liked Chris. Party Pratt. Boy. Oh, oh no. He's not my least favorite of the Jackass <laughs> crew, but he's, I never liked it. He always had that groofy, goofy grin on his face when he was doing his stunts, like he was really pleased with himself and he's really <laughs> smug about it. And it drove me mad. Oh, he had the Party Boy thing. And Are you. Any number two were needed. He was good for a number two. Yeah, yeah. Party boy thing. Besides that, he didn't offer anything to the team. Look, Mark, just because, like me and Stuart admitting that we do the Triple H thing in the shower, just because you on a weekly basis are still doing the party boy, adding us poppers, (laughs) straight off thing, do not, you know, don't take out everyone else. I I watched some of it earlier on because someone asked me about who party boy was on Twitter. And I looked at, I was going to tweet back a video. And it's him. I, the, the first one that came out was him in like some Japanese um, like mega store. And it's actually, it doesn't actually age all that well because it's almost like a salt, which is not ideal, really. But yeah, <coughs> it's, I, I loved him, Mark. Sorry, oh, you've sold me. You nearly assaulted someone in yeah. Japan. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm saying it was bad. I'm saying like, yeah, okay, I was watching okay. it. I was like, oh, I'm not sure I really want to tweet this because this is not like, this is not really how I remember it. But yeah, there we go. I don't know. I love Jackass. And I thought a lot of the main cast had a lot of, clever ideas and um, and sketches and stuff like that. But he, he was the party boy guy. And if they needed a big pile of, you know, something, he'd, he'd or some, offer some one up. skin, basically. Uh, but anyway, that's enough of him. Uh, Wee Man's running, I preferred. Um, his delayed body slam on Sammy. It wasn't a case of Sammy was doing all the action there. He held him up there and slammed him. For me, that was the high spot of the night at that point in the mm. show. Um the crowd sweetening noise was in full effect for both runnings, though. I thought it sounded like to me. Getting back to the Tom and Jerry spots, though, I did enjoy Knoxville countering a top rope rope attack with a <laughs> controlled pyro coming out the ring post. That's something we've never seen before. Uh, basically, doing things differently is sometimes good and sometimes bad. And this one took me back to the glory days of the 24-7 hardcore title era in the Attitude Era, when you know Crash Holly and Al Snow were dealing doing silly stunts like these. Uh, the bowling ball spot, by the way, that was a favourite of Al Snow's. He used that mm. in a lot of matches. Um, so, yeah, I thought they got the balance definitely right between very silly but not embarrassing. I'm going to give it a strong recommend. I really enjoyed it. Um, in the replay of the uh, after the match, Pat McAfee referenced a, a famous YouTube clip. I don't know if any of you have seen it. It went viral with some bowler who just won a game and he shouted at the crowd, who do you think you are? I am. And that's, you maybe <laughs> haven't seen it, but the fact that Pat McAfee used it in WrestleMania commentary, I, I just laughed. So this was a big thumbs up from me. Excellent. Shoe. Uh, I'm not going to dwell on this too much because I think everyone said it thin. I thought it was fun, fun, fun with a capital F. Um, and I think sometimes you need an element on that at a WrestleMania. Um, so highly recommend. Um, yeah, I've just found the tweet that Mark Henry put. So somebody else did post a picture of Mark Henry and May Young's son debuts at WrestleMania. Then he <laughs> tweeted, all I do is produce generational talent. Nice. So, um, yeah, it, it was just fun. It was just fun, wasn't it? You, you, you can't not enjoy, can't not bring a smile. And again, you've got to give credit to Sami Zayn. You know, he's he's a really good character, I think, in, in, in WWE. Um um, I, I, I'm not saying I want him to be a gimmick character all the time, but he, he played the role perfect, and because uh, um, he just looks like a wild, crazy man, doesn't he? So, uh, 
so yeah i think gotta gotta give him a lot of uh, a lot of credit a lot of dues and it would be a highly recommend watch if you just want to have a smile on your face that's four recommends there isn't it Actually, i think this is the first time we've had the same the same uh yeah big big four uh there that's great i thought it was fantastic who would have thought it who would have thought it um i've got very robotic You've got a bit robotic. Up, as well. Just bring up and stand me a second. You're you're struggling there, Dan. Go, uh, yeah, now? I think, yeah, go, go, go on now, yeah. So just with Sami Zayn, I think one of the, the what's good as well. I completely agree with Stu. Like that's great. Like I like fair play to him. And also, you know, sometimes when wrestlers have these matches and then they lose. You, like we said, like, where'd you go from here? You've just lost a joke match. Like, you, you are, you're now the joke. Actually, I think the way this was done, he can now just move on and just continue to be a wrestler. It, yeah. it, it, it's not going to be something that people are going, you lost to Johnny Knoxville, right? You know, whereas other times you'd be like, mm, you lost to him. So, you know, like, this is just, a, this just happened and that's done. Yeah. You know, and I think that's, that's and I think Sammy Dane done really, really well. I think he did as well. Um, next up, women's tag team titles, Zelina Vega and Carmella versus Shayna Baszler and Natalia versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Sasha Banks and Naomi. Um, this match ended up being in a tough spot after Zayn and Knoxville's masterclass. Um, there's a few dangerous spots in the early going. I thought Sasha might have caught a foot on a dive, but she managed to kind of get through it and, and land it okay, but and maybe wince a little bit. Um, and Zelina smashed Rhea Ripley with a hard... Uh, moonsault off the top rope as well. It's just looked a bit a bit strange with the landing. Um, the team of Banks and Naomi won to become tag team champions in 10 minutes and 50 seconds when Banks hit Carmella with a sort of assisted code breaker um, with Naomi. Uh, just there for me and in the all right category. Uh, Mark, surprisingly, I'm going for you as the world's number one Sasha Banks fan to talk about this one first. 24 hours after Becky Lynch's dad dropped her off on the stage in the family station wagon. <laughs> The boss, the blueprint, drove a limited edition Lamborghini on stage in style. Excellent entrance. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I, in terms of these teams, I'm a big supporter of tag team partners dressing alike, mm. even if it is a temporary team. So Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley uh, impressed me most for the ring gear. At least they uh, worked as a team in that way. I didn't know until this match got going that they are actually acknowledging on screen that Corey Graves and Carmella are engaged in real life. Um, the annoying loved up on screen couple thing can work if they're both heels as these two are. I know AEW are doing it at the moment with a pair of baby faces, which seems to be getting mixed results online. Uh, but I digress. Um, I think they're turning, aren't they? But anyway, we'll, we'll wait. we won't, t- yeah. we won't touch on that too um, much. Yeah. That it seemed like they were rushing through so many spots so quickly that um, everyone was trying to shine for a brief moment, but nothing really left a lasting impression because it all whizzed by so quickly. There were some spectacular dives, slams and double teams, but the finish was the only thing I can really remember from the match, to be honest. Um, it was only three short years ago we had the golden role models, Sasha Banks and Bailey. We had the Iconics, the Riot Squad, etc. There was proper established teams and groups, and that's what warranted having a women's tag title in the first place. But none of these four teams will still be a team three months from now, so it doesn't really matter, uh, really, all, all in all. So my verdict is skip. This Just meeting is being recorded. Leave us alone, the Phantom Voice. Stu, what do you think about this women's tag team title match? Um, yeah, I'm... 
yeah, I, I think this is probably a, a, a skip for me. I didn't really, uh, I didn't really get a feel for it. I think, I think Rhea Ripley is criminally underused. Um, I really do. Um, um, yeah, I've not really got a lot to say about this. Really, like I say, um, I think it was nice to see Sasha finally get that deserved WrestleMania win. So that was that was that was good. Um, it, it was all right. I just think, like you said, they just tried to cram a lot in to a very very short space of time and especially after the the comedic match before um it was almost it was a bit like a graveyard slot really for me this one um but yeah but yeah uh, good result but i think i think for me i'd like to say rhea ripley just criminally underused in the wwe so there we go i, um, I, I mean so on my notes i actually i just put one for Mark, and then I wasn't really going to bother write anything else. Um, I was quite impressed with Naomi. I don't know. I'd never seen her before. Um, Mark, I, I actually had a question of, like, what's the basis of all of these teams? And Mark's obviously just explained that there, there isn't really. But basically, um, they're all just thrown together. Yeah. And and, and, that's, and, and, and you could, the fact I wrote a question, ultimately, is actually probably what I think about it. I could tell, if that makes sense. Um, and... I like the double, I like the finish, the the, the 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 double team finish they did to win it. Um, I just had a question for Mark. Really, is is this good? Is this is this good for Banks? Is this is this good for her to be like now? For me, being I, I mean, it's among the the Sasha Banks online community of fans, of which I'm a loyal member. It's been mentioned for the last couple of years the fact that she always loses at WrestleMania. I, for the for the circumstances around this match, I thought even if she wins it, it's not a massive deal. Like I say, her and Naomi aren't going to go full time. Um, I don't think anyway, and um, I, I didn't think there was much to it. But following uh, Sasha Banks on Twitter and Instagram, she's been doing videos and interviews and everything, and it and it genuinely meant a lot to her to get this uh, win and this title with Naomi. I mean. They go back as far as when she first debuted on the main roster after coming up from NXT in 2015. She was in a team with Naomi and Tamina. They were a three-person team. Um, so I guess they've got that history there and it's nice that it's come full circle, they've reunited and become champions. Indeed. Anything else on this one before we move on? No, I, I don't know if I said what I did down as it was, it was all right. I, didn't, I actually didn't have it down as a skip. But because um, I was, I guess for me, I was impressed with some of them individually. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to be that harsh in the women's division. But if you lot want to do it as a skip, fill your boots. But you know <laughs> what I mean? I'm just trying to. Did, trying anyone, to did, more... did, did you have it as a skip, Stu? Yeah, I went inside. I went, yeah, hmm. it was all right. Interesting. Right. This is, this is going to be, I'm really interested in how we all think about this next one. So Edge versus AJ Styles. Um, Edge, AJ's cheek was bleeding on the way to the ring and I think he it transpires he caught his face on a bit of the, the structure of the um, the set basically which I can't imagine pleased him too much um, Edge came up through the stage surrounded by fire in a kind of brood hybrid style entrance um, I think this was one of the more anticipated uh, matches on on this this half of the card, certainly, um, but it wasn't one I was looking forward to. Now, I think Styles was probably once um, the best wrestler in the world, certainly North America, um, but for me, he's not been top tier for some time now, um, and that can be forgiven completely given his advancing, advancing years, and he's still very, very good. And apart from his run with Lita, I've never been super fond of Edge, 
Um, though someone in the crowd went a bit further than me with a rather harsh and unimaginative sign that read Edge is shit, which is a bit harsh. I don't really know what that person has got going on to, to make that sign. Um, and this match, I was sitting there watching it and thinking this is exactly what I thought it would be. Like a Triple H long mania match that didn't work. So perhaps one later in his career with Seth Rollins is a good example where no one really wants to boo Triple H at that point because he's, you know, the NXT head and all that sort of stuff. It didn't quite click. I didn't think the crowd wanted to boo Edge. They didn't particularly get behind AJ. And I thought this was quite a long 24 minutes and 23 seconds. Uh, Styles was about to hit the phenomenal forearm, but was distracted briefly by Damian Priest. Just stood there. He then went for it, but Edge caught him with a spear for the win. And this is just all right for me. Um, Dan, over to you first. Um, <clears throat> so, Troy, just before these come on, they did pan to Ezekiel Elliott and Micah Parsons, which you seem to have missed out. Uh, that the Cowboys? Yeah, yeah we are. We're already 11 minutes over when I wanted to finish, so we've got no time yeah. for Dallas Cowboys chat, I'm afraid. But you are wearing a nice Guess shirt, though. Guess what? It's in there now. I'll put it in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, Edge and AJ. Um, Edge went for the line again that WrestleMania needed Edge. They needed they needed Rollins yesterday, and they needed Edge today. Like, oh, gosh, like, why do we need Edge? Um, you know, why does why he keep coming back? Why is he doing this to himself? Like, you've done, mate. Stop. Money, I think. Like the, yeah, lots and lots money. of money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, massive build-up for a match with zero consequences to anything, any storyline. Neither of these are going to go and probably challenge for a belt. They're done. Um, you know, and I don't think the build-up was the best idea because these guys just try. They looked like, you know, they say people like a tryhards. Um, they were trying to make an epic match, you know, but they're kicking out, like hitting, I mean, Stu touched on it earlier on, finisher, kick out, finisher, kick out. Um, you know, he's hit, did he three styles dashes? I mean, like, just painful. And then after all of that, a guy turns up and just looks at you and that's enough to distract you to cost you the match. Silly. Um how did like and also Damien Priest from what I understand he's a mid card is he? Oh yeah, big time. It's not like oh god, who's this? It's like actually to be honest, unless he was looking going, who's that spectator that's walked in? But like what what like it's a mid card man that's ending ending this big match that you've built up to be some huge huge thing. Um, too long, too yeah, skip. Yeah, wow for me, Mark. Uh, it started off well, because uh, I liked AJ Styles' tribute to the Sandman, busting himself open on his entrance. Uh, that was a nice homage. But then, um, yeah, AJ Styles has had good WrestleMania matches with almost all top guys uh, in previous years, but he's still never had a show-stealing great WrestleMania match. I know you've said before, Steve, about how he was once one of the best in the world, but isn't anymore. I, I think when he's had the chance to shine, like he had some matches with Cena for the title in his first year or two, that they were brilliant matches among the best matches of the year in 2017. Completely agree, yeah. But he hasn't had that spotlight, I don't think, since then. Um, they, I fast-forwarded through a lot of it, to be honest, because Edge is always going to get 20-plus minutes at WrestleMania, and you know exactly what to expect for the first 18, at least. Um there was a suplex from the top rope to the ring apron spot. That, that looked pretty brutal, but then I skipped forward a minute and there was still nothing much going on. No crowd reaction. Um, not only did I predict the right winner of this match, but in a conversation with the guy at work, I correctly predicted how the match would end. I said, um, 
probably be a spear um, from the far springboard attempt, uh, albeit without the Damien Priest part. I didn't see that coming, obviously. But, um, yeah, my verdict, not quite a skip. I, I thought it was okay. Stu? Um, it was okay. Um, I agree with what Dan and Mark said. Too Too long. It just didn't click for me. Mm. It just didn't. It it just didn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like Edge and 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 stuff like that. But um, I mean, I thought the match that Edge had last year with Brian and and Reigns was 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 great. You know. Um, but there was just something not quite there for me. And I'm conscious of time, so I won't go into it in too much detail. But um, yeah, it was all right. I, I I wouldn't. I don't want to see it again. I don't want to see them wrestle again because no. I don't think there was anything there. Uh, I, I'm not sure the priest what what where they're going with that. Uh, are they thinking like a bit of a new brood type thing? That was the thing that first came across my mind. But um, yeah, would be next in line for RK Bro. Mm, yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, but yeah, it was it, it, it was okay, but it's it just felt a bit disjointed. So. I agree completely. Seamus and Ridge Holland versus Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods was next. This was bumped from the first night. Um, so lucky for us all, we all got this. We got this on this night. Um, this went one minute and 44 seconds with Ridge winning with a northern grit. Let's all say after th- we'll count down three, two, one, and then let's all say our, our match recommendation at the same time. Three, two, one, skip. Yeah. Excellent. Anything else to add on that, or should we go on to? Let's just go on. I, I Not... like seeing little Butch being carried around like a baby by Seamus. Yeah, Butch is scrappy do basically. Um, so the video packages weren't quite as bad as night one, but I, 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 I in terms of you guys have been quite positive about some of these packages. Actually, they were grating to me, but I think this is probably because I'm just not used to watching WWE presentation. It does make complete sense for people that are not into the product to have these videos, but I just found it really, really grating. I think that's just a that's a because I'm not like if I watch a stardom show or, or New Japan or something, they've got nothing. And like, if even if they have a video, it's in Japanese anyway, so I wouldn't know what was going on. So, yeah, I just I found this a little bit grating. Um, I though one thing is if you were in attendance at this with all these ad breaks, it would give you the opportunity to queue up a lot for beers and probably spend all of your spending money on $11 drinks that were probably were selling. So, um, next up, we had um, Vince came out to introduce Austin Theory. Um, and he said that he was a future universal champion. Um, Theory took a selfie with McMahon, and out next was Pat McAfee to Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. And I couldn't think of I couldn't think of anything else but Oh Bobby Zamora when uh, he was coming out. And I think Dan will probably agree with me. Um, I was thinking I th- of Oh Michael Van Gerwen. That's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, that, there is that one as well. Um, McAfee got a great reaction coming out here as the crowd sang along. He punted a ball into the crowd and we were presumably supposed to forget that this guy had two matches in NXT, including a war games. Um, I actually really liked this, um, this match with him and theory. I thought Dallas, the Dallas crowd liked it even more than me. I thought McAfee looked good. He won with a roll up in nine minutes and 38 seconds after reversing theory's attempt at his finisher, the name of which I did not catch. Logan Paul versus Pat McAfee coming to a WrestleMania main event in 2023. This was a recommend for me. Uh, but before we get on to what happened next, Mark, why don't you um, share some thoughts on this first bit? Uh, I liked Pat McAfee's entrance. I felt I felt like it was special, but very simple at the same time. Yeah. So I like that. Um, during the match, him um, 
again, McAfee was the one who impressed me most. Uh, back flipping off the top rope and landing on his feet perfectly looked fantastic. Uh, he immediately then did the Lance Storm leap from a from the mat to the top rope and hit a super flex. It was a great sequence. Uh, you don't often get such a big pop for a roll-up finish, I don't think, but the crowd really loved this one, it sounded like. Um, if Pat McAfee gets into it with people on SmackDown, leading to pay-per-view matches two or three times a year, I'd be all for it. So yep. my, my verdict, it was okay, verging towards a recommend. Dan, what did you think of this one? Yeah, I didn't really know much about him. Had a look, so he's a punter for the Colts. Um, so my initial thing was just it's another person that doesn't really actually deserve to be here. Um, but I actually then, as it progressed, understood the reason behind the reason behind it. Um, yeah, great theme choice. Continued throughout. Um, even gave his mum and dad a little mention the mic, which I thought was a nice touch. Um, I thought he's he's uh, he's flip, and then off the off the turnbuckle and then he's jumped onto it mm. pretty impressive and that reminds me of the, in the NFL combine that's one of the tests jumping oh, right. up yeah, yeah. Box. So I just pictured him, him doing it probably did that there um, crowd loved it absolutely erupt um, yeah it just yeah I, I, I thought it was alright I thought it's, it had it, it's got it had its place from I, I viewed this and, and, and the following bit like this as a whole segment yeah uh, yeah to a match. I viewed, I viewed this actually as a segment um, rather than two matches. Uh, so, after the match, McAfee taunted McMahon and bizarrely, both Cole and Saxon acted like this was a huge mistake. Vince is 76 years old, so I don't know why anyone should be concerned with this. Vince took his jacket off and then his shirt as well, revealing just a vest. Uh, they had trousers on, I should say. It wasn't naked from the waist down. And um, then a referee got in there, which would be very grim. Not actually, to be honest, that, if he had just done that and walked off, that might have been not as bad as what we what we then saw. Um, a bell, basically, they squared up to each other. Theory attacked McAfee from behind. A bell then rang, and McMahon hit McAfee with a clothesline. And McAfee having to sell for Vince here was about, just about the most grating thing you could ever possibly imagine. And Theory dragged McAfee by the balls into the ring post in full sight of the referee, who then admonished him but didn't DQ him. I can't tell you how much I wanted this to be over. Vince teased kicking American football into the crowd and then kicked it into McAfee, which I did enjoy, the one thing I enjoyed. But I didn't enjoy that that American football shot to the gut got the victory for Vince in 3.44. Genuinely, one of the worst segments in WrestleMania history. They stumbled across this popular real sports athlete who had the crowd completely behind him in an impressive performance during the match. And then they make geriatric Vince McMahon into Superman, having beat him, even with some interference. Horrendous. Then after all that, Steve Austin's music hit. He got in Vince McMahon's face. And then Theory ate the best stunner that anyone took the whole weekend. Um, Vince and Austin then had a beer afterwards. Vince had a little sip of Austin's own lager and then did, a, a, to be fair to him, a good facial here to basically say that the lager was nice. Austin then got him with the worst stunner in the history of planet Earth as Vince stumbled backwards, came off the ropes and then just crumpled in a heap. Um, McAfee then got back in there, had a beer of Austin himself and he ate a stunner too. I'm sure he enjoyed this and he did a great slow motion back bump as he sprayed beer out of his mouth. But again, Austin's not going to be around. McAfee, baby face. I don't like that spot. I think they, they didn't need it. And I felt like I needed to lie down after all this. This was horrendous. Dan. Uh, you didn't give your verdict. Uh, 
could you let us know what uh, your verdict was? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I rated it on Grappa. I might have given it 0.25 stars. So that's a firm skip. Oh, okay. um, I actually did like the NFL ball to the to the nuts. Yeah, that's the only bit I like, but not that it got the pin, basically. Um, yeah, I mean, he looked so bad, didn't he? Like, um, it's painful. Like, it's, it's, I think it's the eyes. I think it's the eyes that, that do it. He has a better physique than me, so I'm not going to slag him off too much. <laughs> uh, he is still ripped. Um, I used to not mind him back in the day in the ring, but, I mean, he's 76 years old. I mean, it's just bizarre. Um, theory, theory with some serious, yes, selling of the stunner. And then, yeah, I put here, the worst stunner ever. I put question mark. Oh, and I didn't know whether to laugh about it or cry and be like, wow, that's that's someone like, oh, it was that was really painful. Mm. Um, the reason I wasn't a bit... Part of me was like, oh, God, what are they doing to him? But then I'm like, hang on a minute, Vince writes this. Um, if it was like someone else had come back, you'd be like, oh, God, they've made him do that. That's yeah. embarrassing. He made himself do it. So I, I struggle to have too much sympathy for him. Um, I agree with you, uh, McAfee. Like, yeah, he'd gone from looking amazing to, to obviously, you know, losing. However... Do you know what? The guy, this is, he wanted to be WrestleMania. I'll tell you what, he wanted to be stunned as well, didn't he? And he sold it. Oh, that's what I think he's, as well. He's so, yeah. a hundred times and he said, like, we all have. Mm. And he done it. And, and if you're going to get stunned once, you want the beer coming out the map. You want to do, I, like for him as a fan, that must have just been yeah. cloud nice. Yeah. He probably didn't actually really care. Mm. Um, I mean, when the other guys think about I me, mean, my, my, I was going to ask, you unless you want to do it now after them, but just as a, as probably the biggest Austin fan, I know what your overall thoughts were over his two day WrestleMania appearance. Fine, uh, I think it was fine, and that, that's that's about as far as I'll go with it. I think. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess you know, I should have. To be honest, I didn't really know he was going to come out. You guys probably did. I mm. guess I, I I didn't really think of the idea of actually if you bought a ticket for the Sunday. And you weren't there on a Saturday, you'd be pretty annoyed if you didn't see him. So I should have really known he was coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, as that, I mean, that match is awful, right? But by skipping that match, you haven't seen the bit before. Like that's what I, mean. I view it as a whole thing. Yeah, I know. There's a whole. Yeah, thing, it was all right. I recommend. I mean, that match on itself is not a match; it's a joke. Mm. Um, the actual match was all right, and then also you got Stone Cold coming out. There's a bit of reminiscing there. But yeah, that that stunner is something I, I oh no, that was on Vince. That's just yeah, not the stuff crazy. of nightmares. Stu. Um. So yeah, I, I, I you know, the, the match that McAfee had with Theory was great. I loved it when he put the headphones on and started giving him some uh, some verbal there. Um, he, he's a character. He's he's yeah. I you know commentary wise, he's he's so his passion comes through the commentary and you and you feel that. So yeah. So but yeah, I mean. There are no words really to describe that. I even think Austin was laughing after he gave Vince yeah. McMahon because I think he just knew how 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 goddamn awful it was. But again, I've seen something that maybe McMahon had injured himself or something, so I'm not sure. Uh, which is why he sort of like crumpled and and stuff like that. But um, he is a 76 year old man, and 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 there really is no place in that ring no. for that on the grandest stage of them. No, but. As a complete, and I agree with Dan, as a complete segment from start to finish, it's you you you've got to watch it. You, you've got to watch it because 
some of it was great. Some of it, it's one of the things where it, it was so bad that you just have to watch it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As a whole thing, yes. Recommend. <laughs> Mark. For that match, it would be like, a, don't touch it with the barge pipe. <laughs> so I, Mark, over I, to you. I didn't hate it as much as you three did. Uh, I didn't like it. Well, um, I, I was watching Vince in the ring the same way my wife watches horror movies. I had a cushion over my face because I was worried <laughs> about what scary things I was going to be witnessing. Um, I didn't really have a problem with the 76-year-old beating up the professional half athlete half his age because Austin Theory was there interfering. There was a bit of, you know, it wasn't just a case of Vince's beating him up. Um, that was my problem with the McMahon-Hogan match 20 years ago. But anyway, uh, I was expecting... Uh, I definitely wasn't expecting to see Stone Cold. I was expecting Vince to attack Austin Theory afterwards because he lost and he was his chosen guy, something like that. Uh, it didn't go how I thought there. Uh, it was a tale of three very different Stone Cold stunners in the end. Austin Theory took one comedically. Pat McAfee took one excellently. And Vince took one depressingly. I, I disagree with Steve that it was the worst one ever. I think Linda Linda's still got that title. I can't remember Linda so well, yeah. Donald Trump's not far off as well in second place. Um, but um, a quick fact of the day before uh, I give you my verdict. Austin Theory was born the month before Austin first stunned uh, Vince McMahon. Wow. In uh, my verdict, um, due to the novelty value, it was Vince wrestling at WrestleMania in 2022. I thought it was all right as opposed to a skip. Interesting. I haven't rated the well, yeah, I don't it's time for me to move on and not think about it anymore. So after nearly seven and a half hours of WrestleMania over two events, 16 million video packages, it was time. Champion versus champion, title for title, the biggest match in WrestleMania history. The Universal Champion, Roman Reigns versus the WWE Champion, Brock Lesnar. And Roman was out first along with Paul Heyman and the Usos and Lesnar next for this three-time WrestleMania main event. Um, Heyman did his usual entrance and then Brock did his own, finishing by expertly hurling the microphone into Reigns off one bounce. And I thought Michael Cole did a good job putting over the importance of this first time ever WrestleMania World Title Unification match. Now, the match itself followed a similar pattern to their earlier encounters. Big moves, and they were going for finishes early. They bumped the ref to groans all around the world after eight minutes, and Reigns hit a low blow on Brock and smacked him with a title, but Brock kicked out. Reigns speared Lesnar at 10 minutes, but ended up in a Kimura submission, but he managed to get to the ropes to break the hold. And on the replay after the finish, they highlighted that Heyman had eased the rope to Reigns for him to get there. Reigns said to Heyman that his shoulder was out as Heyman gave him a pep talk to rise up Lesnar then went for the F5, but Reigns slipped out, hit another spear, and that was it. In 12 minutes and 15 seconds, hugely, hugely, hugely underwhelming. After all the build-up, after everything, this was not good enough for me. Just all right. Mark, what did you think of this? Um, yeah, I'd agree. Uh, I remember really enjoying their first WrestleMania match at WrestleMania 31. I don't remember anything about their second WrestleMania main event at WrestleMania 34. But what I thought would make this one different was the reverse dynamics to the other two. We haven't seen Roman fight Brock as a heel before. We haven't seen Brock fight Roman as a face before and Heyman being in the opposite corner as well. But once the match started, I knew the content of the match itself was going to be exactly the same as the first two matches. Brock did a lot of suplexes and attempted some F5s. 
Roman's going to do the Superman punch and spears. And they're going to keep doing that until one of them finishes the other one. Um, so I wasn't invested at all, to be honest. It, it felt longer than, than it was. Um, when the cameras picked up on Paul Heyman saying stuff like, I beg of you, my tribal chief, I was cringing at it, to be honest. Oh. Um, then the finish came out of nowhere with, you guessed it, an F5 attempt and then a spear. Um, congratulations to Paul Heyman. He set the new record for most managerial appearances at WrestleMania, 10 WrestleManias in a row, overtaking Jimmy Hart. Um, verdict, skip. Wow, Stu. Um, I don't want to see them wrestle again. No. Um, yeah, just just underwhelmed, just really disappointed because I was really quite invested into this. Uh, I was really looking forward to this. 34 mark, I don't know if you remember, that was the bloodbath. That was Raymond. I remember Raymond. some blood, yeah, but I'm Raymond sure it's just all really, like five spears and Superman. Reigns was cut really early, but that had something. It was, yeah, this was just flat and a really disappointing end to, to WrestleMania. I mean, this one, I did check the time and I knew that I knew you were only going to get about 10 minutes out of this, this, this match. Um, I was just, I was just, yeah, I was just disappointed really. Um, I am curious. I, I, think, I think the result was right. The outcome was right. Um, and I think we talked about this on my lot where I see how I see this now building. I, I think now they, they build reins up to, to face the rock at, at, at WrestleMania next year that that's that's where i'd like to see it go um i, I do think and, and comes back to the point i made earlier i, I do question who is going to legitimately challenge reigns I, I i i don't see that personally um but yeah but i, I and, and then i don't know where lesnar goes from here really if he goes anywhere no doubt there'll be something that'll probably happen tonight he'll throw a few refs around he'll get suspended <laughs> yeah and then yeah. come back come back at SummerSlam or something like that but I think Lesnar as an attraction now probably needs to have a longer sabbatical than coming back at SummerSlam I would keep him off now until Rumble personally um because I just it was just yeah I mean I'd say it was all right you'd watch it because it's the main event of WrestleMania but it was very underwhelming and really quite disappointing. I was just going to say, I've, I've heard a lot of people besides yourself use the word underwhelming. What what were you expecting to be different than what we got? Because to me, it was the most predictable ma match on the show in terms of what happened in the match. I think, it was just so, yeah. I think it was just so pedestrian. That's what it felt like. I mean... I, because I was expecting there to be blood, I must admit, because... Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I would made, agree with that, yeah. Reigns made Lesnar bleed, didn't he, at Madison? So I, th I, yeah. I was expecting there to be a bit of a bit of bloodshed, which would always enhance the 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 viewing of the match. Um, I suppose the Kimono lock was a bit different. We hadn't seen that before, I think, with Reigns. You know, do you know what I mean? Um, I agree that Heyman things was cringy, especially when Brock was going after him, and, oh, I love you, I've always loved you, and all that. That was a bit cringy. Um, yeah, I, I think you needed to do something, and, and I know they've done blood before, but I think maybe ultra violence was the way to go with yeah. this and just do something. I or don't stipulation, know, you, put them in a cage or something. Do so, yeah, do something different. You had to, uh, the, the, the two options are you go ultra violent and you try and do a wrestling match. Now, I don't think the wrestling match would like a longer wrestling match. I think you needed to do something. you bus brock wide open right at the start do do something different have some drama but this was 
by the numbers, this was this was really bad. I it's thought safe. Yeah, safe. it was. And twelve minutes and fifteen seconds for a unification after this build up. I think you've under you've really under delivered to, you know, you pay an audience. You, you, you're, you're talking about what what are we doing here? We're doing twelve minutes of lots of big moves. Okay, well, we've we've seen that. So so I just yeah, this this was bad. Dan, what did you make of this uh, this WrestleMania main event? Um, what did I like? <clears throat> Um, I liked when Lesnar got the mic. Yeah. Good. Um, right, let's move on. So I, I could I saw from what Stu said the same thing. I was like, there's literally no time left here. Yeah. Like this is a unification. This is it. There is nothing left. Like I actually was like, I, and, and then secondly, I'm complete with Mark. I put here. This is exactly exactly what I expected. Mm. I've said before about this Lesnar guy. He's not from my era. He's not, and I've never got it. I've watched back old stuff for you guys. I've sometimes gone to you, I'll oh, get a little bit. I've just got it. Spear, Superman punch, suplex, repeat. Spear, Superman punch, suplex. Just repeat that. Just keep going with that. And to be honest, therefore, 12 minutes is as long as you can drag that out, I think. Mm. Um, I, I'm with Mark. I didn't expect any different. I didn't expect any different. In reality, but I guess I guess there's part of you that goes, "This is the main event. Maybe they are going to do something." You hope. For and then I saw, that, yeah, but I saw there was no time left. I was like, "There's not. It's just going to be the same old rubbish." Mm. Um, they've already done sort of Heyman turning, so they couldn't really do that. They like you know picking sides and all this. I mean, I absolutely cringed as well with that. My tribal chief. Oh gosh, that was that was horrible. Yeah, see, was, when he awesome. when he says that in promos, I always think it's for show, like for the cameras and everything. This my travel chief. But the fact that yeah. he's doing it to G him up in the middle of a match where he's getting beat yeah. up, that 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 was ridiculous. Not like he actually calls him that when they're just yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Um strange. Um yeah, and uh, I just I just like, you know, there was there's a bit on the way in where I had my whole just do you know what? I was just going off like my own mind, just different things, thinking like, so they were talking about lessons are 10 times champion. And we discussed before, does that mean you're good? It means you've lost it nine times. Right? Reigns a six times champion, but he's had it for 582 days. Is Lesnar better than him? No, it's just because he's lost it less. The 10 times champion is always a thing that annoys me so much. It's just like, well, you've lost it nine times to become more than that. Like you have to lose to win. Silly. Um, and then, yeah, then you've just got, you know, like you say, <sighs> The only good, well, not a good thing, just leaves more questions than it. When does Reigns, we discussed earlier on, where does it, where do we go, where does we go with Reigns? Who's good enough to be, be him? I think he probably holds it for another year. Yep. Do they split the belts? If he loses, does he lose just one of the belts? Possibly. Maybe that's I wouldn't do that, though. Do you get it taken off? That's, like where I said they're backed in. Defend. that's where I said I think they're backed into a corner now. Because yeah. you, you, you've got to have the unified titles for a period of time. Otherwise, what's the point? Do you know mm. what I mean? No point splitting them, is there? I wouldn't even, no point splitting them three, six, nine months down. The, you know, the only time you see that happening is if Reigns picks up a legitimate injury where he's out, out of play um, or he ends up. And again, that would be something I'd keep for Mania. If you're going for a two night Mania, he, he's. He has to wrestle one night for one title, one night for the following title. Maybe I don't know that do build some storyline in, in that respect. Well, I, I think that's that's the thing they they haven't done yet, and they can do. They can't. They don't have to have 
the champion only on one show. So New Japan have done this. The, the two occasions they've done Wrestle Kingdom over two nights is that you've got a challenger set up on night one and then you've got the, a championship match on night one and then you go through to the, the finale, finale on night two. Now, whether they want to do that, because obviously the, the main event, main event then has got no build really. But you can do stuff intermixing with the four people, but I'm not necessarily of the mind that they will do that or should do it because it does it does mean that match... Uh, the second night hasn't got any build. You've only got a 24 hour build, but then does it, does it matter? I don't know. And also, that means you're throwing away another match that you could use and pay for you later on. So it's a bit of a different conjuring. It, 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 it spurts up different booking um, and creative things that you need. But they, they'll, if they're carrying on with two night WrestleMania, they'll have to do that at some point because they'll feel there's not a big enough attraction for night one. Yeah, that's the problem, is it? I mean, ultimately, yeah. wouldn't it be great if they just said there's one belt because there's one one person that's the best? Mm. If you're doing it over two nights, like you say, you're not gonna you know, people are gonna be like, well, well when's, you have when's the one champion? Women's fight? champion on night two. one, yeah, and one male champion on night two defend their title. I think that that would that would be fine, but they need to really because uh, again, Ronda is not she's not there now, so I don't know what you do. I, you know, you've got to build a lot of people, but I think that in an ideal world, you have that. And I, th- I believe the title is going to be called the Undisputed WWE Universal Champion. Why they can't just say Undisputed World Champion, I don't know, but I don't have to complicate it. I don't know. But there we go. So, Dan, what did you go for your rating wise on this, this main event? It was all right. It was all right. Right. Let's whiz round ratings out of 10. Uh, and do you have any more interest in WWE coming out of these two shows? Should you go first for night two of WrestleMania? Uh, oh, and if you and also match of the match of the weekend if you've not said it already. Uh, six out of ten for night two. Yeah, I think um, I think I've already said my match that I, was Cody and and Seth. Um, spoiler alert: as much as I was dead against two night WrestleManias, I'm sort of like starting to be converted into that now. So because yeah, you wouldn't want to sit through an eight-hour show of that with you in one go. No. So, no. Um, so yeah. So, uh, but overall, I'd probably give the overall WrestleMania. I'd probably give it in the middle of what I say. So probably a, a seven out of ten, I think. Um, you know, um, but like you say, too 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 many video packages, too many adverts, too many long entrances. I think, and you like you say, you could probably condense that down into two, three hour shows quite easily. So you definitely on the whole, good. Dan, um, I'd have done four and a half a day two, saved purely by uh, Jackass and, um, and and the RK Pro match. Um, I loved the RK Pro match. I really did. I'd have that or the Seth and Cody, to be honest, um, okay. as my match. Um, overall, I'd then therefore give a five. It's bang average. Um, I guess one thing I would say is, yeah, I, I would rather there wasn't. I, 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 the reason I wouldn't want there to be two days is that I don't think, I know what you're saying, shoot at eight hours, just do just do one day and three hours, three and a half. Yeah, um, that's what I always used to I mean, do. I mean, one, of the things I think, one of the things I was looking at was like, if I, if I could have only had a... So day one, I think, was seven matches, and day two was nine. So if you said you had an eight-match card, you know, what sort of things would you have in there from from from, from the thing? Um, I'm thinking from this chat, we could probably have easily made an eight-match card mm. that we'd definitely sitting here going, that was an eight-out-of-ten show. As in, there's bits you can take and make a much better show and put them in certain orders. And I think yeah. I think we've had, we could make that show. 
but what happens is people will get dragged down by other things. Um, and ultimately, that you know, we all know the way to get rid of straight away. It's not, to be honest, when I was trying, I'd, I'd done a little eight one myself, actually, to be honest, I got to six and I was struggling lots too, but everything's got its place. But um, yeah, I'd probably go with five. And I think unless business falls off a cliff, we're, we're in for multiple, mm. multiple years of two-night WrestleManias now because they can, they can think, wherever it is, if it's an 80,000-seat stadium, we'll sell 60,000 seats each night. I think they sold 66 both nights. That's more than they do for one night. Everyone will buy more T-shirts and stuff. This, this, is, in, this is locked in now for so it's definitely happening next it, year. It's a sensible business model. I think the only other thing I'll say, just, just in part, I just think it's a quite sad that, like, the Intercontinental title is not defended at a WrestleMania. Yeah, great. Especially over two nights. Sad. Great, really. Um, Mark, what, what are your final final scores? And what, I don't, did we do your match of the week, match of the weekend? I don't think we did, did we? No. no. Um, for night two, I, I'd only give it five out of ten. I didn't enjoy it as much as night one. Uh, match of the weekend, Steve Austin, Kevin Owens. Um, mm-hmm. That was the only one I gave a must-watch to out of the whole two nights. Um, uh, I'm... You mentioned earlier any increased interest in WWE going forward. The answer to that is no, I won't be tuning in for a while again now. Um, I'm assuming you'll be watching Raw live tonight to see what Cody says. No, I'm going to watch it. I will, I will fast forward through, to, through tomorrow um, and I'm interested to see what Cody has to say. Uh, do you know what? If, if Friday, Friday and Saturday, if I had more time, I would probably check out SmackDown a bit more because I watched SmackDown a few weeks ago and it was quite good. But I find the Friday, it would be easy for me to watch that if it was midweek. Because I'd watch it on like a work from home day or something, but working watching it on a Saturday morning, I'm usually going to Fulham or something. So it's just yeah, it's not great timing really. So I'd, I'd give the overall weekend six out of ten, split the difference because I gave night one a seven out of ten. Um, just two additional comments to finish off with: um, seventy-eight thousand attendance each night. All the estimates we were reading about beforehand was fifty thousand. Surely they didn't underestimate by a third no wrestle ticks have got the official i think it's 66 both nights oh that's still very impressive considering they were saying 50 50 ish and i think it was yeah. set up for sixty-six thousand. yeah 65 653 yeah, and uh, 65 i think it's very impressive yeah very impressive. they're already touting it it's the biggest i think i saw today the the biggest gross in wrestlemania of all time which yep. two nights is going to have that back but um the the tout in the attendance there was, I think they're saying there was a hundred fifty thousand fans, which is obviously not true. There was seventy eight thousand fans twice to say hundred fifty thousand people were going to WrestleMania. But anyway, yeah, that, that that doesn't that doesn't really compute, does it? Really? Yeah. Um, and then what, one little thing I, I just made in my notes there about um, a lot of people complain about celebrities being involved in matches I think last year Bad Bunny stole some headlines he had a great performance Logan Paul again this year Pat McAfee as well I'm, I'm all for it in in moderation uh, I think I think it's uh, and Johnny Knoxville I think it adds to the um, the grand spectacle I think they've got the celebrity thing has changed now because you've got this generation of people that um, whether they you know perhaps they were kids or you know perhaps they were five or six or seven around Steve Austin the Rock and like a bit you know a bit a little bit younger than us, but if they're bought in and they're they're going to train for it and these guys click Bad Bunny was was great last year and I, Logan Paul I, you know he's I, that guy's a megastar I'm not joking he could if he really wanted to he could main event WrestleMania next year. 
perhaps that would be the match of Reigns on night one. And I'm not even joking. That would be huge. That would be absolutely huge. But I thought WrestleMania was watchable. I'd go five out of ten for the second night. I thought it was better stuff on night one. Bella and Lynch was definitely the match of the two shows for me. Um, okay, the tag match I had actually right in with that in terms of rating um, on the second night. And Cody and Seth was just behind it. But um, yeah, as I said, I'm interested to see what Cody's got to say. And that's about it. Um, gentlemen, thank you as ever for appearing on the show. I'm sure we'll be, all be back in some form or fashion in the coming weeks. Uh, that is it for our review of WrestleMania 38. Crikey, 38. That makes me feel very, very old. Thank you, everyone, for listening. There'll be a regular UWF television review next week. In fact, a double bill. And on April the 19th, the first part of our Crockett Cup 1986 coverage along with Terry Canova. Until then, thanks very much for listening and we shall speak to you all again very, very soon.